bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! And that yell means it's time for the Varsity Radio Show. And we're so glad that you came and joined us on this beautiful, sunny day in Marshall County. This beautiful, sunny day. And what makes every Tuesday so beautiful is the guys in this room... And the fans that help participate in the show. Fantastic. I love talking to people in here. Let me introduce you to the people in the room to my right. The bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, my friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. How y'all doing? So good. I like it when he talks like that. And then, to my left, he is the greatest music producer in the radio history of the world. There will be an award one day. He hasn't. They haven't made one great enough for that achievement yet. They had the it with the Oscars this last week. Yeah. Nobody will remember that, but they'll remember the award we give you, Stephen. Cool. And over here to my left is the Willy Wonka of radio, Stephen Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a good day. Yeah, and we have a great show for you. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. And so, first off, though... Like we always do, we like to start with the funny, and I think this is so appropriate. Have y'all ever been in this position before? I know you have. Uh, where you really wanted to give somebody a gift, but, but your you finances limited. Yes, it, it limited you from your ability. And it's a picture of SpongeBob uh, holding a wallet with that SpongeBob. That continually contains more SpongeBob's, like a Russian nesting doll. Yes. Uh, because the only gift he can afford is himself. Friendship. And it says all. the only gift you can afford is friendship. When yeah. the only gift you can afford is friendship. I've been there before. Yeah. It's um, a struggle. Honestly, I've been there before. Um, not because I didn't have the finances, but because I'm like, is this friend really worth it? <laughs> No, they're not. You went there. I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then there's this one. I'll let you read that, Jameson. Um, let's see. Why does Thor look like he's about to challenge Thanos to a rap battle? Yes. And it just has um, the Thanos rapping. Hemsworth uh, looking very intently. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
He says he's in a hoodie. He is in yes. a hoodie. Yeah. Uh, he he does look very intense, like he's about to fight someone. And he mm-hmm. says, and then Thanos says, "Snap back to reality." Oh, there goes humanity. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Throwing the words NF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks just like NF in that. He does. You know, he does. Like uh-huh. Very cool. That's um, very appropriate. Yeah. Nice, Stephen. I did. I mean, he does just look like him. And then I would like to inform all of you of my new emotional support chick animal, and it is a chicken. It's a four piece with oh, a biscuit. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, Makes me feel better on the plane. Now I was watching or base- anywhere else. I was watching baseball the other night, and um, they showed a highlight from the San Francisco Giants game. And apparently, there was a man there with a uh, emotional support rabbit. <laughs> this thing was huge. <laughs> And he like they, where was this? It was a San Francisco Giants game, and he was just holding this enormous rabbit. And I think they, <laughs> some they, people from the broadcast had someone from the Giants go down and ask about it, and it was an emotional support rabbit, um, which I think is cool. But man, like, <laughs> like if you held a rabbit for nine minutes, um, much less nine innings, that thing makes a whole lot of uh, let's just say jelly beans. <laughs> um, I don't want to be the guy that has to clean that up. Does that ruin the emotional support experience? I yes. have so many questions. Yes, I think so. Um, I think so. And then there's this what one. What happens if it gets loose? Like, what do you do? I mean, does the game... Like, anyway, sorry. So many questions. So, uh, this is a picture of one of the girls from... You know uh, oh, the character from this. The Incredibles. And it says, when you haven't done any of your chores, and you hear the keys j- uh, jiggling, jiggling in, in the, the door... door. And, uh, yes, she's uh, come to that sudden realization, and she's spitting milk out of her nose because she uh, has that oh, snap moment. Right. Um, we've all been there. Yeah. It's either that or when, like, your mom says, hey, put the chicken in the sink to thaw it out. I'm going to make that for dinner. Yeah. And then you don't. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then she walks in the room. Like, you're in the process of, well, i got to move out now or yeah. I'll die. So. <laughs> you know where that never happens. It's the charburger. That, and, that's true. And the charburger never messes up because they're the home of the famous charburger. Wildcat burger, mm-hmm. chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks. Yours is, you got a nice Philly uh, cheesesteak yes. there. Uh, and jumbo crispy onion rings. I had those. Those are great. Uh, and they are open from 7 in the morning until 7 in the afternoon Monday through Saturday. That is the charburger. And then B&B video games. Yes, they are um, an 80s style arcade. In a video game retail store, they're open Sunday through Thursday, 12 to 8, and then Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9. Um, they're located right next to Pizza Hut in Albertville, and if you want a unique uh, video game experience for you and the family, yeah, B&B video games. How great is that for nostalgia? Right by the Pizza Hut. And then there's the Boaz Non-Cinema. It's the semi-circle movie theater located in Boaz, Alabama. It used to be the Nova Nun, but it is now the Boaz Non-Cinema, and uh, it is a incredible experience in the Boaz area. Hey, we're so glad that you've joined us so far. We are about to have our FCA moment of the week, which is going to be really fantastic, uh, with a girl named Catherine. And so come back and or stay there with us. Listen to what's coming on. And if you're not over on our Facebook Live, why not? Get on over there. Yeah. That way you'll be able to see Catherine when Do she's talking now. to us. And we got a lot of videos and stuff for the Facebook portion of today's show. So yeah, yeah head on over there. It's on Facebook. Just look up Varsity Radio Show. Now I got a brand new song for you. It's from Petey Martin featuring Lauren Daigle. The name of the song is Come Back Home, right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Trying to see if I knew that song. Go live. It's brand new. Do it. Do it now. <laughs>
So yeah, there's a bomb in there. Be- beautiful music. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I like. I you should go check out B and B video games. I should do that. And uh, in all honesty, it's a really cool place. Uh, and I, it's, it's really the owner is fantastic. So what is what is your like the coolest show that you're watching right now? Oh man, um, I like to know this because it seems to change week to week with people. Uh, right now, I am rewatching um, a World War Two documentary, or not a documentary. It's a World War Two miniseries. Um, I'm also reading a book that that they use to reference that, and um, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> it's, I'm being a nerd. Just being, I just turned thirty, so um, I think just <laughs> these older. like these like dad habits are starting to come to fruition. I'm reading about World War Two. Um, it's good for you. Nike Monarchs are looking cooler and cooler every day. No, 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 um, no. The white New Balances. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe you're not quite there yet. I'm not that. But you're well level. on your way. Yeah, I'm you're looking not like, down to see if you're wearing them. You're not like <laughs> looking forward to mowing the grass every weekend yet. It, I'm telling you, like the smell of fresh cut grass does something to me. Um, it's funny you mentioned this because I saw this uh, TikTok earlier in the week. They were talking about how uh, at this age you have to either do two things: you have to become an expert on World War II history, or really? you have to learn how to smoke meat. Oh man! So you have those two options. Both of those. I've things. got both of those things like covered though. Um, <laughs> oh, that's great, man. man! You're ahead of the curve. I am gonna be the greatest dad ever. Yeah. So. Anna Macaulay <laughs> will be joining us today, it looks like. Oh, that, that's Hey! Aha! No, it looks like good. we, get two we got people. two people. Look at her! Package deal right here. Hi, All right. I like them. <laughs> can y'all hear us okay? Yeah, we yeah. can. We can hear you. You guys are fun. How's your day you going? You go. How's your day? Pretty good long at school but you know <laughs> <laughs> you know Anna this is good and all but I don't see any cows behind you and I'm a little disappointed yeah I, <laughs> I want to, let um, me get a marker I'm really bad at ooh. oh no I want to see your artwork does your ex-boyfriend need, be, need to be present for you to do this correctly like is um <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> that's a sore <laughs> subject okay this is no so- not anymore we're good oh, yeah all right. I don't have a marker in here, but next every time I come on from here on, I'll make sure to have a cow. In There's the a cow present somewhere. Yeah, I want the cow there, and I want you to like it. I want you to progress it through life. Like, <laughs> want, I don't know if I want to see the end of his life where you shoot the thing, but I, you know, <laughs> just gradually improve it. Yeah. Yes, I just want a backstory of the cow. Yes, what is the cow's name? What is the cow's gender? What did you know? Yeah, where did it okay. go to school? Yeah, um, I want you know. I want to know okay. where, where it's uh, where it was bred. What does the cow uh, do for fun, or on the weekends? Just saying. Hey Anna, are you on your, are you on your phone? Yes. Awesome. You want me to tilt it down? And no, could you put it sideways for me? Would it work for you or no? Hey. Or horizontal. There she is. Oh, that looks our better. Hey. Thank you very much. Great. Right. Yeah, I'll All work right. on a backstory for. Cow. Yeah. We're asking a lot here, but no, we're um, not. She has a cow. In hey, her... scoot it toward Catherine just a little bit. Kind of angle it her way. We'll get you guys centered up. Mm-hmm. Kind of tilt Catherine. it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be hateful, and but you t- have a very large. Ah, that's good. That's yeah, good. <laughs> good job. That looks great. The Thank you very much. The technicalities of show business. Of course, yeah. Cool. 
It's always good. We got a minute 58. We got a brand new song, Halvey and Lecrae with Reasons. And then we'll be ready for this FCA moment of the this week. Awesome. I'm excited. Hey, um, is that yeah, an I Ecuador question, bracelet though. there on your wrist? Who? What is it? Is that an Ecuador bracelet on your wrist? Yes. It is. Ah, so you've been How to Ecuador. How did you see that? Oh, because I know several missionaries from Ecuador, and I can spot I've been there twice. From a mile away. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going there this summer. Oh, who been you going? Been there twice. Who are you going there with? Yeah. Uh, my youth group. Okay. We're like, taking a mission trip. Awesome. Awesome. What city? Keto. Ah. Yeah. Who's, we, we who's know. the missionaries? Uh, Dan and Gina Weston. Oh, okay, I don't know. Them. I thought familiar. I did. I did know mm-hmm. missionaries that lived there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have some friends that are about to go there in August. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I saw that and I was like, she's been to Ecuador. Yeah. She's going. <laughs> Not yet. Almost. Oh, you'll love it. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Cool country. Get ready to sweat. Yeah, <laughs> on the equator. I would say um, not as bad as Peru, though, where me and you I, almost like, died. I, I'm the only person here at uh, Lake City Assembly of God who's not been to Ecuador, um, <laughs> but uh, still bitter about that. But I have been to Peru, and yes, I can attest uh, to the hot. to the humidity on the equator. Hot. But um, hot. Yeah. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got about yeah. 15 seconds. Yes, going to put us on a brief hold, and we'll come right up. Okay. Hey, and we are here with FCA Anna and Catherine. And Catherine. So Catherine and Anna. So we got two of the best from the FCA world. I like these girls. They're always fun. I think we should call them Catherana. Catherana. Because it feels <laughs> In the building, there's dancing. Hey, if you're not on our Facebook Live, you should go there at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook and uh these two girls are awesome, so you can only see their complete awesomeness by watching that. Mm-hmm. So, whew, what is going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Well, we're um, getting really ready for a message from the mound. It's coming up super, super soon. Not this weekend, but next weekend, May 7th at the Trash Panda Stadium. With Chris Tomlin and KB is going to be there. And we're going to hear a good word. Uh, Jay Strack. Jay Strack will be giving the word there. So we're just trying to get that word out. Get as many people there as possible. It's going to be a great night. We also have PLT coming up at the end of the summer. It's like our back to school student conference. And y'all just heard a Lecrae song. We'll have a private Lecrae concert for all the conference. And right now is the best deal you can get. I think it's about $99 if you pay right now and today. Right. And also, what all do you get in that? What all do you get in that $99? Let everybody know. What is the bang we'll be getting for our budget? Great question. Uh, You get to spend the night in the Embassy Suites Hotel, right connected to the the VBC. You'll get to see Lecrae, and it's going to be a fun day of sports activities fellowship and it's just it's one of the best experiences ever it's 
amazing and so much fun. And you get to hang out with me and Catherine. So you get <laughs> with Catherine. So Catherine <laughs> is better than Lecrae. Just saying. You know, we're, just saying. you heard it here on the Varsity Radio. That's right. Just saying. Uh, All right, finish I what you're like... saying, Catherine. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> you're it's... good. You're good. We're also getting ready for our summer sports camps that are coming up all summer long. We have four different ones. We got the one in Coleman, Madison, West, Madison East, and Alberville. So um, if anyone wants their kids to come to that, we would love to have them sign up. But also, um, we are always looking for volunteers, especially guy volunteers. We need some help um, for some extra huddle leaders. So yeah, just getting ready for that. Good stuff. I think we need to make T-shirts that say Kathrana, but Kathrana. in like the Metallica font. <laughs> like have yes. our faces cut out like mm-hmm. side by side. Yes, yeah. but and then the like, surrounding it. Well, I mean, I was gonna say like have your faces cut out, but then like painted like Kiss. Um, just that- make it. <laughs> Make it as goofy the, as possible. The yes, well, with the white. There's the a little black. more eye shadow. I mean, yeah. they got their whole face made up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, my she doesn't good, look stoked about that at all. My my good friend Jameson to my right is going to ask you three fun questions, uh, quick fire questions. You two are going to answer right. them. It's going to make right. for a fun show. So, um, Jameson. So uh, in keeping with the um, message from the mound theme. Um, do you do either one of you know uh, the distance of a mound to home plate? Oh wow! Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, they do. I can tell. Um, I okay. totally know. Well, um, and <laughs> no, question number two: If Chris Tomlin is on the mound, is he worthy? <laughs> worthy of pitching? Is is he worthy? The, no. It's a song. Wow. Right. You see, the correct answer would have been, he is. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> number. Oh, I uh, Some, of, some of those sneak up on you a little bit. Uh, uh, we can tell who listens to, to worship music only on Sundays now. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, only like three million people hear a song by him every Sunday. Oh, my goodness. So. Uh, and number three, uh, how tall is Chris Tomlin? Oh, I feel like he's like a solid 5'9 and a half. <laughs> solid 5'9? He, like <laughs> right. he just looks like a short guy. Yeah, he looks a little short. He's a solid 5'9 and a half. <laughs> wow. What is the correct answer? Uh, I can give you the correct answer for 5'6". Um, five five six inches. 5'6". Oh, six. you gave I him three nine. more yeah. inches. You gave him three more. That was kind of you. And the distance between a pitching mound (laughs) and home plate is 60 feet, 6 inches. I did not Um, know that. Yeah. And um, is he worthy? I don't know. It remains to be seen. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There it is. Look at that. (laughs) Guys, y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for being on with us. Y'all make this show so much better. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye, y'all Bye. Have a good day. You too, Katharina. <laughs> Katharina. Uh, <laughs> you too, Katharina. That's hilarious. I think even though um Catherine may not be with her next time, we will just continually refer to her as Katharina for the fun of it. Uh, for posterity. Where is your second half? You know? <laughs> yeah. Where did she go? Is anyone worthy? 
I I didn't know where you were going with that either. So I saw Stephen, uh, and you posted this. Standing Ronda at the Rousey. Hand. No, no, no. Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, is now pregnant. Yes. With her wow. first child. With her husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Did you know that she first became famous for winning a bronze medal in judo at the mm. 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics? Wow. No. Yeah, but- I had no idea. I just know her from MMA, right? Right. Let's think this through, though. Okay. Um, He better never refuse to help with this child <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> could be really, you know, he. There, I just see, I see problems ahead, yeah. Stephen. Yeah. Well, you know, he seems to be a big Not for teddy- her, but for him. He seems to be a big teddy bear, so I think he's going to be just fine. Oh, In fact, him? I was able to pull some video where they're doing, like, the big reveal. So oh, yeah. why don't we hit yeah. that Yeah, and uh, take a listen. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you scoot over. Hey, Eloy, come on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, how do I put this? Pow! Four months pregnant. Oh, what? You didn't even know. Last four months. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I've been pregnant since January. So four months. Woo, baby bump. I can't hide it anymore. So uh, it's, time, it's time to show it off. <laughs> and I uh, just wanted to share with you guys a, a little bit of the journey we've been on. Um, and there's definitely much more to the story that we'll be uh, telling later. But uh there you go. Hello. Hey, what happened? We just found out you're pregnant. Yeah, little baby. Little baby. This is the heartbeat. We listen to the heartbeat for the first time out loud. Right now. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's like magical when you get to see oh, this video cool. on the screen. Yeah. And when you get to hear the heartbeat of your kid. That's the most amazing oh, moment. It is so cool. It really is. And just the fact that this child is being born to like the oh, baddest yeah. woman on the planet <laughs> is just amazing. Uh, and I have so many concerns for the doctors and nurses and husbands. Uh, I think they're going to be fine unless they step into the octagon. <laughs> so yeah, it goes on and they talk a little bit more, but uh, they don't do the gender reveal quite yet. So that is still something that we're going to have to watch for. But yeah, you know, she went to MMA. She's retired from MMA mm-hmm. now, and she's with WWE. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, she's got to be on maternity leave. I oh, I'm be sure. Yeah. A ring I like mean, that. There's no way. So no. we'll see what happens there. That's very, well, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I remember when Ronda Rousey's like... She's a beast. I remember when that that hit the sports world, and it was just like everywhere was Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, she had such an incredible run in the UFC... And um, so dominant for so long. Yeah. I don't think people understand exactly how difficult it is to dominate a sport, <laughs> especially a sport yeah. like that, for oh, that long. Like that's MMA, that's fin- that's that's you know, intense. That's like what <laughs> wrestling like tries to pretend to be. Yeah. Yes, you know, but it's for real. Exactly. Um, so, in related news, mm-hmm. I saw where uh, the MMA, uh, let's see, UFC actually. UFC has been under fire now for trying to uh, bring more people together for an event. And since these uh, COVID numbers are, mm-hmm. you know, kind of coming down and, yeah. and restrictions are lifting, um, they thought they were clear to go ahead and have more people come in. But they're getting a lot of fire because of this. Oh, man. They're under a lot of I fire from it. That. You know, if WWE there for a while, they were running with hardly anybody in the crowd at oh, all. Yeah. They were going almost completely virtual. Exactly. 
Um, yeah. Which has to be kind of a weird thing for those uh, superstars because they're they're used to being on the road <laughs> yeah. on a schedule in a different city every right. night. Yeah, and what I'm sure they probably had to do. Uh, it looks like it was rent out an arena for an extended period of time, yeah. and you were basically same place all just, the time. And I mean, I, I, that had to be so hard. I mean, I, I think it's been hard on a lot of athletes that have had to play in empty stadiums right. last year. Right. Because there's some athletes that feed off of that. They feed off the negative or the positive energy or just WWE the buzz. WWE is all about exactly. playing off like, the crowd. That is 99% of what makes, you that know. That sport. That sport. And the, yes. the superstars, that's how they can I agree. Um, put that dynamic into the show is feeding off the temperature of the crowd and rousing them up and um getting booed or yelled at yeah or, i know, mean you know cheered I mean, for or booed either one so i'm sure that has to be tough yeah. to try to keep that up virtually um, I, I i imagine i imagine steven the life the lifespan of a mma fighter is not very long um i'm sure it's not i mean you, you're literally I mean, you're not going to make it 20 years like these quarterbacks in the no. NFL. Well, I mean, like, you know, even running backs, there's like the shortest uh, shelf life of, a, of an NFL player. Um, yeah, I'd like to know what the uh, shelf life of an MMA fighter is. I think it just kind of <laughs> depends on it how long, you, I mean, honestly, then not putting it in gruesome terms, but how long you want to get pummeled for. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's only so much abuse your body can literally take. I think it, there comes a point where you can't deal it out. Uh, anymore the oldest ufc fighter was born in 77 mm-hmm. wow. um but how long has he been fighting though i mean 2009 until now okay man that's He's 43 that's, years old that's that's like 12 years wow. yoel that's, romero yeah man it's crazy i mean, I mean we, we've guys. all seen rocky right like we see what happens <laughs> so I mean, you know, there's there's NFL players now that you know are finding out. There's there's a a uh, a story about um, McMichael was his 45. last name. I cannot remember his his uh, first name, but he he played for the '85 Bears, and he's um, in his late 60s, and he's just found out that he has ALS. Um, uh, and they're they're finding out that kind of stuff about football players now, you know, and the the long term effects of that kind of abuse. Um, I can only imagine how much worse it would be. For UFC fighters, they're not wearing any kind of protection. I mean, they have a mouth yeah. guard, and I mean the gloves. I mean, they may look padded. They're not. Well, the whole point <laughs> is to beat really, the snot it out of It doesn't really help. Very minimal. Very 40s, minimal padding. That's, that's more to protect their knuckles. I mean, you're talking ounces. Yeah. You know, you're not talking pounds. You're talking mm-hmm. ounces of pad. It's yeah. just crazy. And I mean, their their hands are taped up mm-hmm. underneath it, and right. I mean, that's literally just more so to protect their hands uh, from like getting cut on a tooth. That's just to prevent. Yeah. That's just to minimize bloodshed. That's not to. That's not um, a Protection. safety measure for, for the fighter. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> for head trauma. You're right. No. So anyway. Forty-seven years old, Randy Couture. Couture. Yeah, he's probably one of the most famous uh, MMA fighters of all time. Forty-seven. Um, started in '96. Mm-hmm. Going until he had a brief retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, Good night. Wow. I mean, wow. there's but a lot of these guys. I just wonder if Rhonda's kid is going to take up the family business. You know, you know? I, I feel like that has to be a, a tough call for her. I mean, yeah. I feel like she wouldn't, obviously she loves it. She right. helped pioneer the sport. It wouldn't be what it is today without her. I mean, but if we're you, being honest, do you especially see in your the woman's side. Yeah. But um, do you want to see your, I mean, she knows what that's like. She knows what that road is. And I, I feel like, you know, that's probably a decision you have to make at some point is, yeah. am I going to let my child do this or not? But, you know. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if they do, I mean, they have um, probably the best live-in um, bike coach and trainer yeah. in the world. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she's made a great transition into the world of WWE, though. Um, kind of t- putting on that rowdy Ronda Rousey. Uh, kind I of see what you did there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she does. She she wears those <laughs> and the the t-shirts, and yeah. I think she's kind of paying homage and kind of Roddy carrying Piper. on the legacy of Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's is cool. she really that's good. I've I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not. I don't watch wrestling like I used to, but uh, I've just seen her wear t-shirts that say you know Rowdy Ronda and the you know Rowdy Ronda Rowdy Rowdy Piper. <laughs> you cannot say that a lot without messing up the the Rowdy Piper font. So. um yeah, but that's a really cool story. Yeah, I thought so too. She's Scottish? No, she's not. Not at all. It's just, and neither was uh, Roddy Piper. Not, really? Not really. No. Wow. No. I, I don't like. I, I mean, feel like my childhood was a lie. No. I oh, mean, they they all a, they've all got a gimmick of some kind. Uh, I know. You know? Yeah. 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 Now, the <laughs> Iron Sheik was not really Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I have been betrayed. We got Thirty-one seconds, guys. Right. I'll hit an ID, and then we'll have clutch. Yep. Yep. was that that was the Eminem and NF yeah I they uh, Eminem was kind of dissing NF oh, recently what? so I yeah I stayed away from that one but I was looking up pictures of rappers so I could find one that went along with the meme earlier all right here we go and now today's clutch moment and I have to start this by asking you guys what was your favorite childhood game that you got to play we're talking video game, game like, outside, like, like outside game, yeah, outside. Game. Um, probably just baseball. Okay, Steven? <laughs> that was fun. But okay. Early on, I had like these memories of a long lost sport. You don't see it much anymore. We had a tetherball pole. We did too. Oh, I love tetherball. Yeah, it was so much fun. I never quite knew how to play it properly, but it was always fun hitting the ball and watching it swing around the pole. Yeah. <laughs> so it was always fun to dominate on somebody with that tetherball. Yeah. Just keep hitting, hitting, hitting. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So there was one game that I I played that I enjoyed, and it was called Red Rover. Mm. I don't know if y'all. I didn't have enough friends to play Red did you, Rover. You didn't have no enough? one wanted me to come on. No, over. we did no that one? at school. That yeah, one we that one school. we did more at school. Yeah, so. like in my neighborhood, you were either riding bikes, playing baseball, or like yeah, we rode know, shooting each other with things. Yeah. So like <laughs> my- paintball guns, BB guns, you know, trying BB to put guns? Your, <laughs> trying to put each other's eyes out and give your parents a, a nightmare. That's, that was that was my neighborhood. That's sweet. Yeah, uh, remind me never to go over there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so. they just grew up like a bunch of redneck kids, man. It's nice. It's, Steven, so you played Red Rover, right? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So will you explain the concept of the game? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For the rare person that might not If know I can how. remember, basically you have two sides of people. They're all in a line on either side. And right. And one of, uh, like, the group from one side calls, Red Rover, Red Rover, send so-and-so right over. And they run through, and they have to try to break that bond. Yes. Because they're uh, all holding hands. Yes. Because they're all holding hands. They have to try to break through. Yes. Yeah. It was probably wow. the first time most of these kids ever got clotheslined. Um, <laughs> uh, is this true? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mom, Dad, you're not going to believe what happened to me <laughs> on the on the playground today. Uh, sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I don't know why he's missing a tooth. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it was going to come out anyway. It was it was a good idea to begin with. It was. <laughs> so uh, 
you know, it could be intense. It could be an intense game. But I, I learned, I took some lessons from Red Rover that I want to talk about. I kind of wish I could see like an, a professional league of adults playing Red playing Rover. Playing Red Do you Rover. Know how awesome that would be. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, they actually have professional snowball fighting. No. Yes, you know, it's a I real don't, thing. No. I'm surprised. This yeah. is this is the world we live in. In anyway. Japan, in Japan, they do this. Oh. Professional snowball. We're gonna have to snowball. look at that later. I yep. will not interrupt oh. the clutch anymore. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just as blown away as you are. But there. So I want to use some lessons from Red Rover. I want to relate it to Jesus for a little bit. So this is something I learned from Red Rover, guys. The strength of the team is determined by the strength of the group. So, mm-hmm. right. Whenever you got picked for Red Rover, you wanted to be with the people with at least stout arms, right? Yeah. That, that could be whoever could be the best wall. That's who you want to be on a team with, right? Mm-hmm. And so Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says, Two people are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. So, why is it so important, Jameson, that I don't just do my life all by myself? Uh, one, because you can't. Yeah. You you can't um, unless you're like living out in the woods, going like Bear girl style. Um, <laughs> He's good. You're not that. really worried about community at that point. You're worried about right. survival. So that's a different thing. So right. no, uh, the reason that um, it's important is because you can't do this by yourself. Um, even Jesus modeled community for us. I mean, he was the Son of God. He could have done it by himself, but he he did not. Yeah, he chose to do it with people. Yeah, and then uh, so. I've learned this, that we must build up. This is lesson number two from our Red Rover, right? We must build up the weakest person on our team and make them stronger. Mm-hmm. If you got a weak person on the team in Red Rover, what are you going to do? You're going to put them with somebody strong yeah, so they don't keep going to that spot and breaking that chain, right? And so um. you link your strongest with your weakest. And Proverbs 27, 17 says this, is iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. So what are some things we can do to grow those around us? What are some ideas or ways that we can grow people around us? Um, I think, I think you like when you're in a relationship with people and in community, if you're not in those two things, uh, first of all, you need to you need to get get in, get on that. <laughs> but I, I think just being there and being present in that relationship and that friendship, um, supporting one another, being accountable you know holding yeah. each other accountable and um praying for that person uh just constantly trying to build up and encourage one another um and you know i think likewise if you're uh, another reason that you you can't do this alone is because you can't grow if there's not other people with you that's good but it has to be the right kind of people see the word it says that that iron sharpens iron right. you got to make sure the people you surround yourself are made of the right stuff because that's it good. doesn't say iron sharpens you know Wood. Wood. Or yeah. Rock, you know, yeah. you got to make sure that the people around you have the right stuff. Yeah. You know, and that they're That's made good. of the right stuff before you can grow. That's really um, good. And, you know, likewise, you can't help somebody grow that doesn't want to. Yeah. So. Man, I like that. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the third lesson from Red Rover. I want to throw this out there. We are always better together. You do not want to be two versus ten mm -mm. in Red Rover. Right, Steven? That is a That's bad right. odd. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. You want to be a part of a team, the stronger team. And uh, it's always more fun and fulfilling to win as a team than competing by yourself. Because when you compete by yourself and you win, the, the celebration's temporary, right? Yeah. But when you're celebrating as a team, you kind of create this unforgettable moment. Yeah. I, don't, I know both of y'all were in Little League teams. Y'all had mm -hmm. to have some of those unforgettable moments you'll never forget for the rest oh, yeah. of your life. And you remember those. So um, this is my last question. How does hanging out with strong Christian friends make me a stronger Christian? Well, it's like I said earlier. Um you know, I mean, you say this all the time, but, you know, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. I think who you surround yourself with, the community that you um, that you surround yourself with, it will either build you up or tear you down. And I mean, you'll find that out pretty fast. Which one of those which which one of those is, is happening? Yeah. Um, I, I just I feel like you have to surround yourself with the right kind of people if you want to grow um, at all. So um, lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, I, like you know, when iron is sharpening iron and they're pulling you closer to the Lord and you're in that relationship with people that are keeping you accountable, that are encouraging you, that are building you up, you, there's, you're going to, you're not going to do anything but grow unless you just don't want to. Yeah. So that's why it's important. Um, and it's also important that we get built up and we know who we are and, you know, so that we can go share yeah. that with people who don't know who they are yet, yeah. who don't know yeah. who Jesus is. Because you can't tell somebody about God unless you know who God is and unless you know who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And you know where a, a great place is that you can discuss these things. Where is that? It's the Charburger. Ah. You know, I don't, it's a great place to hang out. They have a dining room. They have an outdoor window. There's mm. not a lot of restaurants with those. No, no. Uh, I mean, they have drive-thrus, but they have this outdoor window uh, I usually go to. It's really incredible. If you're on the other side of it, it's an indoor window. It's a kind of a yes, cool uh, yes, installation yes. there. If you're working in the kitchen, which you're probably not. So... But they're the home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. And then one of the coolest owners in Marshall County, uh, one of the coolest guys I've met, he is the owner of B&B Video Games. It's an 80s-style arcade. Uh, it's really a fun experience. Uh, they are located right by the Pizza Hut. What better way to have, like, complete nostalgia? <laughs> and uh, they're also a local video game retail store. Which means literally they have any game system, any game known to man, mostly. Boaz Non-Cinema. Jameson, this this place has a fond memory in my teenage life. Oh. Uh, lots of movies, lots ah. lots of fun. And they're really cool because they got this semi-circle movie theater. Semi-circle. Yeah, semi-circle. They're a really cool place. And that is the Boaz Non-Cinema. Steven? All right, I got some music here from Colton Dixon. Now, the cool thing about this is, if you enjoy Colton Dixon's music, you've got an opportunity to check it out for yourself, live and in person, because Colton is going to be here uh, coming up. Now, I can announce this now because uh, they had to make a change. Mm -hmm. We were going to have a concert coming up on the 29th of this month, but instead, it's now on May 11th. I don't know if COVID had anything to do with it or not, but anyway, it's going to be at the Sand Mountain Amphitheater, of course, May 11th, an evening under the stars. We've 
We've got Skillet. We've got Colton Dixon and Jordan Feliz. And you can be sure to hear Colton Dixon's song I'm about to play for you now at that concert. It's Devil is a Liar. It's a newer one from him. So take a listen to this. See if you like it. Okay. That was a fun start to a song. I can hear his hair in that song. (laughs) It's pretty loud. You should be able to hear his hair. Have yeah. you ever seen Colton Dixon's hair? No. Yeah. Liar, That's liar, 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 liar. I'm looking. Oh, yeah. He's got that guy Ferrari here right there. Guy Fieri? Ferrari, whatever. Fieri. I don't know how to say his name. You just said Guy Ferrari. That's whatever a ra- his name is. There's a rapper is. that has stolen that name now. Oh, no. You're welcome. I'm the creator of... Hey, man, I'm Guy Ferrari. Here's my mixtape called Flavortown. <laughs> um. <laughs> Flavor Flay. It's on the Triple D recording list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. You know, that guy gets a lot of hate just for being himself. Yeah. Um, He's done a lot, though, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. He helped mm-hmm. get a lot of people fed. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. lay off Guy Fieri. Let the man wear his <laughs> shirts and his hair, his flip-flops. Yeah. Uh, let him do it. There is something pretty cool that's been happening here locally. I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but, uh, you know, me up on it. Fife basketball i, I do. did uh, we, they win state talk? championships they're like the championship school of Alabama. did we not talk to this guy though yeah i believe yeah. we did yeah but it was just announced uh they had two players who have signed to play at the college level and that's exciting yeah that's what you want Absolutely. as an athlete in this area you want to get some kind of scholarship sign on to play somewhere and yes the two senior stars of they're calling them the greatest varsity boys basketball team in five history and that's, that's awesome. saying something guys that yeah. is not just fluff it's not just that is that is saying something five has a legacy yeah. in, in basketball it's a pretty storied program mm-hmm. so the fact that these guys signed is amazing so point garden 3a state tournament mvp parker godwin signed on with gadsden yep, we state talk, we mm. had him that's pretty cool man. so he's at gadsden state and you know they were asking him now i got this over at sam mountain reporter and they're like our, our news partner uh-huh. yeah. so if you want to find out more about this you can go to sammountainreporter.com and check it out there but uh, they were asking him how long have you wanted to play college ball he said a long time i really don't even know uh, how long he wanted to play probably third or fourth grade because mom she used to kick my butt in horse I all saw the time that. <laughs> and i just I made that. it a goal to get to where she got so now i've got to pass her i've got to keep working so gotta be better than mom that's motivation man that's really great yeah so You'd that's love to see all that. you moms out there yeah you just take your son to the shed on that horse okay oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's good stuff. So, Motivation. Now, that was Motivation. just one of the two guys that signed. The other one is going to be going a little place down in Montgomery. It's another college down there. So, now let me get on down. Huntington. Yeah, Huntington, Huntington College. Huntington College. It's going to be good stuff. It's Montgomery, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It sure is. All right. So, of course, that is going to be Mr. Goolsby, who's going to be uh-huh. uh, who's signed on down there. So, that's a pretty big deal. We've got some local athletes who are going to the next the next step. I think it's inspiring. Oh yeah. For a lot for of sure. people watching the varsity, a lot of the kids that we try to reach run toward your dreams and your goals. Yeah. And those, Keep after it. And those guys were awesome. Oh yeah. Those yes. guys were awesome. And also, and I, I know you you probably missed this one, but I saw it cuz I'm friends with one of the was we went to high school together, but one of the other cheerleading coaches posted this. Our first year we interviewed a girl named Presley. Mm-hmm. Uh as a cheerleader at Arab, she just won uh she just won Marshall County, Miss Marshall County and is going to be competing for uh Miss Alabama. 
cool. And so yeah. I just I wanted to throw that out there. And so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just like you say, Stephen. I mean, you know the the answer to an unasked question is always no, and I feel like that applies to these opportunities that are out there. Yeah, you know, if you work hard and you apply yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, these opportunities are here for you to go get a scholarship, to go play at the next level. Right. Uh, it's just, it's there for the taking and it's up to you. I so. think people need to know, these kids need to know, you don't need to just settle for, you know, well, my family doesn't have money. I can't go to college. That's right. not the case at all. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of assistance. I went to college on a Pell Grant. And that's the only way I was able to go mm-hmm. to college. I was the first person in my, in my family to go to college. So it was a Pell Grant. I got scholarships and band of all things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so if you ever think, you know, maybe that's just not for me because of the money, never let that stop you. Mm-hmm. There are scholarships, all kinds of ways you can uh, find money. Some essay mm-hmm. contests, they do scholarships that way yeah. too. So yeah, it, it's pretty inspiring. So don't give, don't give up just because you think you don't have the money to, to do it. Yeah, and to your point, it doesn't have to be a sport exactly it can be arts yeah. it can be you know academic mm-hmm. um it can be technical yeah there's plenty of technical schools out there that offer scholarships um you know whether yeah. you've been to shop class or anything like that at all right so yeah, yeah. those trade schools mm-hmm. uh, there's one just up the up the hill here in marshall absolutely County. Yeah. yeah one of the biggest marshall trade schools County. in north alabama yeah it's a big one yeah i've been up it there they one. have some amazing programs up there i mean uh, you can learn how to drive a bus you can learn how to drive a big rig <laughs> yeah. i mean like they have a whole course back there oh yeah yeah they've got first responder courses it's so fun to watch them do what they do because they're they're like doing firefighter training mm-hmm. and stuff at school yeah which is neat marshall county technical school it's pretty neat stuff all right be fun to watch more uh yeah. firefighter training oh, yeah. oh you know have you ever seen firefighter <laughs> games have you ever guys ever no yeah. it is nuts. this is yeah. awesome they have um, to like climb the awesome. ladder really fast they go or, up like three or four mm-hmm. stories yeah or like where they're on they're like hanging off the back of the truck and they have to jump off and connect the hose to the, to the fire hydrant in yep. like seconds that's mm-hmm. wild or when um, they have to they have to carry the dummy that like weighs 350 pounds mm-hmm. for so such distance yeah. you know and yeah those games they're amazing. Um, it takes some strong people to be. I feel like we should be putting on that stuff on ESPN instead of poker. No one wants to watch poker. <laughs> God, poker is not a sport. No, Get out not, of here. It's not Stop it. Um, uh, you know, something you said. Uh, who was it, Quinn, Seth, who said uh, golf isn't a sport? Hey, Did he say because it's leisure? <laughs> Quentin, Quentin's just not good at golf. That's what that is. Um, golf is a sport. Uh, Let me go ahead and tell you. I feel like baseball is the hardest sport ever um it is hard. it is just it's just hard yeah okay hard. but you know i think the only thing harder than that is probably golf because golf, like they say get, baseball is a game of failure i feel like golf is just just absolute just punishment <laughs> it like, is. It's just you steven just, have you been golfing lately the only golfing i've ever done is putt-putt but i'd love to get I on love the green putt-putt. Um, i love putt-putt. i'd love to actually go out to an actual golf course I'm and just, play well, I'm i've gonna, never done it before it's it's a lot of fun like yeah when i you mean drive that ball and it doesn't go where you want it well to go, it's yeah, i mean it, it is absolutely frustrating yeah uh, i think i've heard it's more like, no <laughs> like just having people around me like playing ahead of me or playing through i'm sorry or playing behind me I've probably heard more profanity on a golf course than I have on the <laughs> on the baseball field. Um, just because um, I never thought about that. The thing about it, though, I mean, as frustrating as the game can be, it's so much fun when you do it right. 
Yeah. That um, yeah. it can be relaxing. It, it's very rewarding, and it can be relaxing. Yeah, yeah I saw this really too, Stephen. Uh, yeah, let's just keep talking a little bit. I think I'd like to bring this up in the next uh, radio break. Yeah, so I can bring um, this audio because yeah. it's pretty inspiring. Yeah. I got something else yeah. you might want to bring up, maybe yeah. for our Facebook uh, audience here. Sure. But what you, you got? When you said we were talking about basketball, and then you said take your kid to the shed. It got me thinking about this guy that I've seen on TikTok a lot. Um, his name is Will Hartzell. They mm-hmm. call him LeBarn James. LeBarn <laughs> uh, James. It's a guy, I believe, in Mississippi who started sending video. He started putting videos on TikTok and um, House of Highlights. Wow. Uh, you know, the sports, the, the basketball media account uh, and sports media account um, started following him. And it's like he um, he has a basketball goal or a hoop and a backboard affixed to the to his barn, and he just <laughs> yeah. plays in boots and shorts. I see it. And he started just doing these That's like crazy brilliant. things. Look at that! But like he's like yeah he's affixed a uh, a hoop <laughs> to, to a, a tractor. tractor and started dunking. But yes, he's also started making he's also started making um like gym equipment like. This is like, amazing. Per, like building it Look out of that. like wood, two by four, you know, just whatever. And um it's just some really funny stuff to watch. Really creative. Um I know that Put he had to there. have built all of this this gym equipment pre twenty twenty one because I feel like in uh just the lumber that he used to make that bench press pr- would probably finance a house right now. I don't know if you guys know anything about the price <laughs> yeah. of lumber, oh, but it's, it's stupid. Skyrocketed. It is oh, absolutely yeah. dumb. I yeah. do. We're like I never a youth room, and it's crazy. Like if you've ever played games like Age of Empires, you know harvesting wood was just like <laughs> nothing. Now, yeah. like if I feel like GDP wise, I feel like wood is creeping up there amongst like gold and silver. Okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like you could probably go trade somebody a brand new Ford F one fifty for you know for a whole stack of lumber. You like, know what's funny a about legitimate that? Though, trade. This time last year we were saying the same thing about toilet paper. You know, you know? I think I think <laughs> this know? has just all been a scam to sell wood products. Yes. Um going yes. from from paper Everything, trees. Everything makes sense now. I think this is just everything. the trees striking back, is what it is. They're tired of being cut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody um, who cuts wood and stuff is making lots of money. I'm yeah, just, I feel I'm like just throwing if, that out there. If trees could scream, would we be so cavalier about cutting them down? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's, hey, um, let's talk about that 13 year old who that made was catch. awesome. Can I watched this game live. So, let's do yeah. it here in 24 seconds. Yeah, we'll yeah. come live on radio. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll go from that into the baseballism stuff. Uh, yes. kind of, I kind like of segue it. straight in. Cool. All right, guys, we got 14 seconds. I'm gonna bring this one up. Right. Or kick it over to Steven. Hey, you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. Hey, we got something cool we want to want to talk about a little bit here that happened at a Braves game last week. Um, I was watching this game live. Uh, it was the Braves against the Diamondbacks. It was the first game or the second game in a four game series. And um, I forget who was up to bat, but a Braves player hits a foul ball over to the right field line. And um, this is what happened. All right, kind of explain what, what happened exactly. Okay, so a Braves player hits a foul ball over the right field foul line, and it started to go over towards the netting. Now, there's a section of seating that's just behind the netting, to where the, where the netting ends, that juts out into right field just a little bit. Now, this ball land, or this ball came down right in that section of seating, and 
a young fan reaches up and catches the ball. Now, the ball was legally in the stands. It was not fan interference. Uh, the Major League rules clearly states that if the ball is clearly in the stands, it is not fan interference. So, Cole Calhoun, the right fielder for the Diamondbacks, comes over at the exact same time to try to catch the ball, but the kid beats him to the punch. It's really cool. Now, Cole Calhoun is, is a consummate professional and a, and a Major League veteran. And so, for a split second, he's kind of frustrated because that could have been out for his team. But he just looks at this kid, smiles at him, and gives him a fist bump. Which is a great way to handle well, that. The broadcast went back over and found out some information about the family. And the 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 kid who caught the ball was the there mom. with his mother. The mom's face shows <laughs> yeah. everything. Like She's trying to see how he's going to act. <laughs> well, this is a 13-year-old kid from Cookville, Tennessee. And this was his very first Major League Baseball game. And um, I can't tell, like, first of all, to be that close to the field is not is just incredible. I've never yeah. been that close to the field. Uh, but to catch a foul ball and interact with a big league player um, on your first time at a, at, the Major league, at a Major League Ballpark is just a dream come true. Yeah. And honestly, uh, uh, kudos to Cole Calhoun for handling that with so much professionalism. Uh, really in mind of who he's really playing for, the fans. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of major leaguers that would have got very frustrated. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. But he apparently looked at the kid and said, hey, next time let me, you know, let me get the next one, bud. Just kind of joking around with the kid. Yeah. Uh, you love to see that. And the Braves yeah. gave him several gifts and invited him and his mom back. And uh, so kudos to the Braves my for favorite, uh, making my, that kid's day. My favorite part of that is watching the mom's reaction. Like, what's he going to do? Like, yeah. She actually like... She laughs and then she stands back like, "What's he gonna do?" <laughs> they asked, uh, I forget the kid's name, but they asked him, you know, what What are you gonna go tell your friends, uh, you know, Monday at school? And he was just like, "Look, first of all, I'm just gonna tell him I was so stoked to be this close to the field, and um, you know, I got to hang out with a major league baseball player. Like, you know, yeah, he'll, he'll have bragging rights for the rest of his life. Yeah. He'll never forget that. Yeah, it's just really cool to see." You know, for, for somebody just watching baseball from home, they think, oh, there's not much to that game. But really, I mean, it's it's a game. Jameson, you're so well-versed in baseball. What mm-hmm. is it about baseball that makes it so competitive? It's so hard. Yeah. It's such a hard game. And I think when you appreciate um, what these guys go through and just how like the the degree um the um the margin of success and failure is yes. so minimal. Yeah. Um it's 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 just in awe. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know these guys that that grow up doing this from childhood. Um, you know, participate in this. And the cool thing about this is this was just a foul ball. Yeah. Th- this happens a million times during a major league game. But you know, the cool thing about this is even though it was meaningless in the in the in the scope of uh, you'll never of see this on, on the scoreboard. You know, you're not going to see this on the scorecard. But that that kid's you know. That kid has a memory for the rest of his life, and the fact that his mother was a first responder. She worked, or she, uh, <laughs> wow, she worked. She's an ER nurse there yeah. in Tennessee, and um, so for the Braves to step up and say, "Hey, for all the work you've been doing during the pandemic, um, we're going to give you guys another game. You come, all expenses paid." Uh, the kid got a free hat, a free Hank Aaron bobblehead. I mean, I just think that's just awesome. I love. Yeah. That's what I love about this game. It brings people together. It, it's unforgettable memories. Um. Yeah, there, and, there are and, a lot of people who play like the minor leagues, mm-hmm. and it takes them years and years and years mm-hmm. to finally get into the majors because you have to work on technique, mm-hmm. you have to work on your running, your catching, you have to work on communication on the field, mm-hmm. and it is so tedious. Yeah. Such tedious work. There, 
But, you know, what if baseball were easy? Would it be fun anymore? I don't think so. If it was so. that easy? I found this um, on TikTok. It's a baseballism. It's talking a little bit about what all goes into playing a game. And what would it be like if baseball was easy? Take a listen to this. If baseball were easy, every hop would be great. And every pitch would be served on a silver home plate. We'd have perfect mechanics, not practice at all. Always get our way when we dislike a call. We'd only paint corners, hit homers with ease. We'd pitch perfect games, steal home when we please. We could play every inning at the position we want, remove fans from the stands when they issue a taunt. If baseball were easy, we'd play without strife. But baseball's not easy, guys. Baseball's of life. How true that is that? So, that was good. That's so true. That gives me chills. That was um, good. You know, one of my favorite baseball movies, um, A League of Their Own, which highlights the the true story of, you know, women playing, ma- you know, professional yeah. baseball. There's yeah. no crying in baseball. baseball. Yeah. yeah, that movie. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's a, a scene where Dottie, you know, the main character, is going to, to quit. She wants to quit, go home and get married. And... She looks at Jimmy Dugan, who's played by Tom Hanks. Um, but Jimmy Dugan wasn't a real person. It's just a, you know. Anyway, uh, he looks at him. She lo- He looks at her and says, you know, you don't want to quit. You'll be back. You love this game too much. And he, she says, N- I, it's just too hard. And he looks at her dead in the eye and says, it's supposed to be hard. It's the hard that makes it great. If yeah. it was easy everybody would do it yeah but it's the hard that makes it great that's right um, life lessons right there that's good stuff <laughs> you know you're talking about it, it how long it takes some players to get called up oh, yeah a real quick there's a there's another really cool story i meant to actually bring this up for the show today um but i can't remember the player's name but he has spent 12 years guys 12 years in triple a wow okay Triple A players do not make money. They don't make a, a great deal of money. Right. Um, their schedule is the grind of all grinds. You could in you know, you could stop playing a game at eleven o'clock one night and you'll get showered, get on your team bus, and you'll have to be at the next place and there'll be like a four AM wake up call. If you get sleep on the bus, like a four AM wake up call to get your stuff off the bus and get into the hotel, maybe sleep for two or three hours and then get up for a day game. Like it's that kind of crazy grind of a schedule. Yeah. But this guy stuck with it for 12 years. Wow. Um, his last major league appearance was 12 years ago, and the, he was actually in the Braves uh, system. And during the Cubs series, where we had a few injuries, he finally got called up to be back in a major league game. And he's 36 years old. His name wow. is Scott Kazmar or Sean Kazmar Jr. And um, the cool thing is, is the Braves' current manager, Brian Snicker, actually managed him in AAA. And the, the, the cool thing about that story is Brian Snicker, the manager for the Braves, is also a player that never made it to the major leagues. He spent a long, long time in tr- double and AAA, but he never could make it to the show And as a player. And so Brian Snicker spent 40-something years in the Braves organization, so he's seen almost all the players that have played for him come up through that. And he got to break the news to Sean, hey, you're going to get to come up. You know, you're going to get to be a major leaguer again. And, you know, Brian Snicker talked about how emotional that was for him because he knows exactly how hard these guys work to get there. Yeah. And they called his wife, and she flew from Arizona where she's a school teacher 
They flew to Chicago, and <laughs> all he wanted was for his sons to be able to see him wear a major league uniform. Wow. And, yeah. you know, they came uh, home against the uh, the Diamondbacks on a homestand, and they got to see their, their dad wearing a major league uniform in Atlanta. That's awesome. And, um, that's just, I just, anyway, that's why I love baseball. It's yeah. just. Yeah. MLB.com got to catch up with him and ask him, hey, what, what's it been like here? This is what it sounds like. What an amazing feeling. Obviously, uh wasn't the outcome we were looking for. Um, you know, a, a win would have been nice, but man, After what, a, a game he's what a good feeling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just last night when Snit told me. Can you and, imagine? And, you know, waking up and, and then uh, getting that opportunity uh, early in the game was awesome. And um, But again, yeah, man, amazing feeling. Uh, glad to be here and, and hopefully uh, stick around a little longer. Where were you when you found out last night? Uh, I was in my hotel room, um, you know, obviously watching the game and, and seeing everything kind of go down. Uh, and, you know, I I tell guys all the time, you know, you never know in this game. And, and uh, you know, sure enough, you know, obviously I'm a testament to it. You know, you never know. So, uh, yeah, I got a phone call a few hours after the game and, and I was, you know, told to come see Snit. And, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> Pretty cool there stuff. Been- yeah. Wow. Wow. His wife apparently almost missed his at bat um, because they were playing in Chicago in Wrigley Field. And if you know anything about Chicago in April, uh, it's still cold. <laughs> yes, it is. And um, Wrigley's and snowing probably. <laughs> and uh, the wind coming off of Lake Erie there, um, in um, or maybe it's Lake Michigan. I don't. Anyway, wind coming off the lakes there in uh, at Wrigley Field, it's it's very cold. And his wife and his uh, her mother they were in the gift shop trying to buy a blanket, and they looked up and they saw where he was standing in the batter's box or he was in the uh, on deck circle about to come in and um yeah they rushed down to the concourse in time to get to see him uh take his at bat but the you know there are players that don't last two years in the minor league system because it's so hard the level of competition is so high and if you're in certain organizations like um you know how like being a packers quarterback backup quarterback was a joke for a long time because everyone knew Brett Favre's not going to come out. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the same way with a lot of these major league players. Like, guys like Yadier Molina for the for the Cardinals. He's been catching for the Cardinals for almost um, 15 years. Wow. Um, long and, time. I mean, catcher is the most... Is, Probably the most violent position in sports. It's I've just, played it before. It's fun, but man, yeah. it's grueling. I have an uncle who played minor league baseball <laughs> and that's played, you know, offensive line, and he said catcher was by far worse yeah. than playing on the line. Yeah. Um, so, but man. I mean, there, there are players that, you know, come up in those systems that may never actually be able to play in the league. So yeah. you have to have a real love of the game. I could go on and on, yeah. but it's just such a cool story. And you do it because you love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. And hey, what we love is we're about to have an amazing interview with uh, Mr. Greg Glasscock. He is our sports analyst here for the Varsity Radio yeah, Show. Awesome. I was just talking with him earlier today. He said he's ready to talk some track and field, baseball, and soccer. So we're getting wow. four. Four sports we're going to talk about. Come on. Good. So uh, stick around here with us on the Varsity Radio Show, and we will get to that coming up next. But for now, here's Brandon Murphy with I Will Wait. There we go. Perseverance was the the word I was trying to get. Yeah. It's such a story of perseverance. And you know, something I've I've really enjoyed is uh, my favorite pro sport that I've ever watched was I watched the Braves at Turner Field. Mm -hmm. They played the Cardinals one night. That was just awesome. That was mm-hmm. just the motion. And I've been to Bama games, Falcons games. 
Baseball so, is different. It's it was just, just, it was special. It was so fun. It seems that whole stadium, oh, and then seems, banging that drum. I, I think just for me awesome. because I love the game so much, it just it feels more sacred. You know, when you're at a baseball field, because yeah. and I think it, a lot of it comes down to like you know, I, I I've been playing baseball since I was four years old, and you see that connection of you know this game that you played for so long and i don't know it's on just a tiny tiny level it's like you understand a little bit um i don't know maybe that's maybe that's a bit of a stretch but for me it's like this this thing i started doing at four years old i'm now watching on this huge scale and watching men you know go go at it and yeah it's just just i don't know it's just special um there's a lot it's so much nostalgia everything wrapped up in baseball for me yeah is, is why i love it so much i mean i love you know watching football and and everything else but i think baseball is just my favorite sport just because it just makes me feel different than yeah all the others anyway i could go on talking about baseball forever so i don't want to i don't want to bore you guys to death with that well that's the reason why i pitched you and i was about to hit that baseballism it's like no i can't set this up as well as jameson can oh, man. <laughs> he loves this sport yeah and, and i it, like again it's the hard that makes it great, and I feel exactly. when you appreciate, you can see that people. I that, like that though. That dedicate their lives to something that's so difficult. Like <laughs> they say, the hardest thing in the world to do is to hit a ninety-five mile an hour fastball. Yeah, because can you have imagine? You ever, have you ever tried? I've never, I've never <sighs> uh, hit speeds that fast before. Man. I think the fastest I've ever tried to hit is like seventy, seventy-five, and yeah. that's, you know, like like I said earlier, I referenced that the distance between home plate and the mound is sixty feet six inches. Like, you literally have less than a tenth of a second to decide whether you're going to swing or not. <laughs> like, forget the fact that you have pitchers out there like Jacob deGrom and uh, um, Garrett Cole and you Darvish that can make a baseball do things that just seem inhuman. Right. Like, they yeah. can, where you think that pitch is going to be right there and I'm going to swing at it and all of a sudden it disappears yep. because there's so much movement. And the fact that they throw 100 plus, you know, it's just... Can you imagine hitting a hundred mile an hour ball? I mean, you just don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like here. Just let me stick the bat out here. Maybe yeah, I'll, maybe I'll hit Bow! it somehow. What if it like explode? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got fifteen seconds, All guys. Right. Here yeah. we go. I got Greg on the line, so we're gonna be ready to take him in ten. I'm gonna put us on a brief hold. It's so nice to host our varsity sports analysis for the Marshall County area. Our good friend Greg Glasscock. How are you, friend? Great, guys. How are y'all doing today? I just love his voice. It just It brings comfort and joy to my heart when I hear <laughs> Greg talk. Greg, how you doing, man? Enjoying man, the doing great. beautiful weather. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. I'm about to leave work and we'll head to Gunnersville and get me an afternoon run and sweat a little bit and just enjoy this great day God created for Amen. us. Amen. Yeah. Brother. Man, I love watching your Facebook feed because you're always posting pictures of these games that you're covering for the TV station. Yeah, from you're the box. always <laughs> watching and you're always calling these games. Is it an honor or what to be at all these things and to be a part of that? I tell you, it, it really is, especially when it started out with football and has grown from there. It's just really a blessing. And it's, it, you know, to me, things that people do most things it's i really think it's a calling and you really have to enjoy your work or whatever your hobby is and this is something that i just really love to do and i hope through my broadcast people see the passion uh that i have for it and i tell you what i say from all the 
press boxes in Gunnersville. I actually said this at the track meet the other day to the athletic director that it is such a beautiful view. I mean, from any yeah. of the press boxes, you can see water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I just couldn't imagine being at a more beautiful place to call a ball game. Well, yeah. Greg, let me ask you this. What is your favorite sport that you get to do during the springtime that you get to call? Ooh. During the spring, uh, well, what I've been wrapped up with, even though it's uh, winding down, I've done track and field, softball, baseball, and soccer. Um, but they're all a little bit different, especially calling the games. But uh, I would say of those, I, I really enjoy, of course, baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and surprisingly, go. I've really enjoyed track and field, too. I've done a lot of track and field. It's kind of like a three-ring circus out there. You, know, you, got, a little <laughs> bit, you got a little bit of everything going on. Three uh, events at a time. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, you know, soccer, uh, it's probably of all the sports, it's the one that even though I watch it some on TV, overall, I probably know the least about it and to me it's a little bit tougher to call um because not so much you have downtime but as much as you know balls kick down the field and somebody gets it and kicks it back it you yeah. just gotta sometimes you have a lot of time to feel on the airwaves with it but yeah. um I've, I've really enjoyed all the spring sports unfortunately it's winding down uh marshall county as a whole is not faring real well uh in the spring sports as far as the playoffs go, and I can yeah. discuss that with you guys a little bit. But it, it really has been a blast, and I guess the next thing on my agenda, unless there's some surprise that crops up I don't know about, is uh, football again. Mm. And, yeah. And in, case, and in case y'all didn't hear it, um, Gunnersville is going to be part of what's done every year now by the HSAA down at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. They have something called the Champions Classic, where either both teams that are playing or at least one team is a defending state champion. And this year, Gunnersville's been invited. Wow. And they are, and they are going to play the defending 4A champ, Hanley, mm-hmm. which is going to be very, very tough. And it's going to be on a Thursday night. I think it's August 19th. Uh, to kick wow. off the football season, so that'll be here, I guess, before you know it. Wow! What? How special is that? That's awesome. That's so, gonna be tough. Matter of fact, you know, nothing against Gunnersville's region, but it is overall fairly weak, or it was last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it'll be this year, and I really think this first game might be the toughest game they play all year. Which I think that's yeah. one thing that kind of. Bit them in the playoffs, even though they had a great year and finished the regular season undefeated. You know, they got knocked out in the second round by Pleasant Grove, and those guys were just really battle-tested and had a very tough area, and I think we kind of got exposed a little bit in that game by maybe not playing against as a tough team. So I think Coach was ready to accept the invite of this game because, you know, win or lose, it's going to make you better, and it's not an area or, you know, region game. It's so a tough game, yeah. It's going to be tough, but it's not going to cost you as far as your region or sure. anything. Right. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun down in Montgomery in August. Well, give us the lowdown on the local sports, what you just said. Tell us how Marshall County sports, spring sports are going. Well, softball is still going on. I think this is the last week of the regular season, and area tournaments are next week. Gunnersville is going to host area next week. They actually have a game this afternoon at home against New Hope, and then they finish the regular season next Thursday, or actually this Thursday in a couple days against Douglas, which is 
having a great year in softball. I think wow. they're even top top ten right now. Uh, baseball is over with now for Marshall County. The first round was last weekend. The second round is this weekend. Uh, from the county, Boaz and Gunnersville made it. Uh, Boaz went on the road and took it on the chin to number one Russellville. Mm. Uh, beat them pretty bad. It's the best two out of three, so the way they usually do it. It's a doubleheader on Friday, and then that third, if necessary, game is on Saturday. Well, that wasn't needed as Russellville took care of business. And then in Gunnersville, they hosted uh, Ardmore from way up at the Tennessee line, and I was able to make game one of it. And uh, this pitcher for Ardmore was as advertised, a lefty that throws in the mid-90s going to Mississippi State. Oh, my goodness. And he one hit Gunnersville and had sixteen strikeouts. So, uh, oh wow, one Gunnersville, hit. Yeah, but he was tough. He mixed up his stuff a lot. He's the real deal lefty. And uh, so Gunnersville lost that game five to nothing. Actually, didn't play that bad. But but, but when you're facing good. somebody that can throw mid nineties and mix the pitches, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there's major leaguers that can't do anything with that. So I mean, right? Yeah. It, it was a, it was tough, and <gasps> I didn't get for the second game, but their second starter threw it in the 80s, mm-hmm. and uh, they won on a walk-off 6-5 to five in eight innings, as if you're not familiar with mm-hmm. the Pitcher University baseball game. <laughs> uh, you know, you play seven innings, so yeah. it went eight innings. So, you know, Gunnersville's out, Boaz is out, so pretty much baseball in Marshall County is over. Um, soccer, uh Still got some local soccer flavor going on. Gunnersville's girls, which have been ranked second all year, actually playing this afternoon at 5.30 at Jacksonville. So uh, they won their first round game last week against Aniana. So now they go to Jacksonville today. On the guy's side, uh, Boaz is still alive. They played this afternoon down in Birmingham against Carver High School. And then... uh, not in the county, but close enough. Crossville's guys, a very good team that uh, Gunnersville's actually lost to twice this year. Uh, they play at home tonight against Leeds. So, uh, still got some local soccer going on, so um, so that's good. Hey, Greg, then, you know, yeah. I've, I've been watching some, uh, some, I mean, little wreck soccer here lately because I've got a six-year-old who's been playing, and... It's been amazing to watch the teams kind of figure out their positions and how to play. And the team's done really good. Uh, they've only lost two games this year so far. But when we were done with one of my daughter's games, we went over and watched Arab High School's junior high play. Mm-hmm. And I am just amazed at how they play soccer out there. And that ball was probably 30, 40, 50 feet up in the air at one point. I saw some kid headbutt the ball into the goal. It was crazy, yeah. you know? And it's it- just fast-paced, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. It's unreal. Matter of fact, the last soccer game I covered was a battle for the playoffs. Oh, wow. Uh, Gunnersville hosted Crossville, and Crossville won that game 5-2. to two. And mm. I tell you, looking at those guys on both sides, they were so fast. I mean, you saw, you know, the, the kicking with the head and what they call the bicycle kick. Yes. Oh, yeah. They go up in the air and Ooh, I want to see that all the way over. And it is really amazing what these high schoolers can do. I mean, they are... They are real good, and uh, I was real impressed. And, um, you know, soccer is really becoming very popular in Marshall County and actually all over. There are some high schools that hadn't had teams before that now have teams. So uh, 
it's been a lot of fun to watch this year. And then track and field, um, which I've always enjoyed. I don't think it gets quite the notoriety mm-hmm. of a lot of the other sports. They actually, uh, Gunnersville hosted last weekend. Yeah, hey Greg, let's hold yeah. that for just a minute. We're going to take okay. a quick music break, and we're going to talk sure. everything track and field coming up after that, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that right. sounds good. All right, man, just hold on the line. And hey, if you're not listening to us or watching us over on Facebook Live, why not? Get mm. on over there at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. But hey, we're going to hit some weather, and we'll get a song, and we'll be right back with Greg Glasscock, the sports analyst for the Varsity Radio Show. All right, Greg, we're back just on Facebook Live. Hello. You there? I'm here. Oh, cool. there you I had the wrong thing turned up, so hey, we got you. Hey, Greg, uh, this is Jameson, a co-host hey, for Jameson. the Varsity Radio Show. Nice to meet you. Nice to talk to you. Um, I have. Do you remember the name of the pitcher for Ardmore? Uh, I'm chance. sure I could. I'm trying to remember. Uh, he was a little lefty. Um, do you know if he was a senior, junior, yeah. sophomore? Okay. Yes, he is a senior. Yeah. Matter of fact, I could probably look it Was up. Was it Cold Cheatham? Hearing... Yes. Cold Cheatham. Yeah. Y'all, yes. y'all remember that name. Mid-90s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, how rare is that to see a kid throwing mid-90s in high school? I mean... Yeah, when I saw him pitch, I was like, okay, I got to go on the line here and see what this kid's name <laughs> he's is. He's going to go to Mississippi back. State. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure he's going D1. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, if not uh, straight to a... Uh, a minor league program, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it kind of made me wonder, okay, because Ardmore coming into that series against Gunnersville was like right around 500, and Gunnersville was just below 500. I was thinking, okay, mm-hmm. with a pitcher like this in the rotation, how in the world did they finish around 500? But then when you scroll and look at their schedule, um, they played some pretty tough teams all year. So when I talked earlier, you know, about being battle tested, mm-hmm. uh, they took some looks during the year. And I don't know what Cole's overall record is now. I, I figure he doesn't have many of the losses on the schedule. Yeah, probably I wouldn't not. think. But uh, it was unreal to watch. And you could tell Gunnersville's batters didn't have a clue what mm-hmm. was going on or what to do. <laughs> I mean, having know. 16 strikeouts, I'm sure not only could he throw it hard, but he, I'm sure he had command. Um, which is oh he he did yeah. he walked uh, I think he walked two oh my god that I remember and struck out sixteen actually through the first four innings which you know would be twelve outs I want to say eleven oh, of the twelve goodness. were strikeouts that is ridiculous that yeah like we've been talking about baseball a lot here today and I just you know highlighting why I love the game so much is just because it's the degree of difficulty is so high and to see people that that can do it at the level that at any level, uh, doing it well uh, and dominating oh, yeah. is just, it's just special. So Yeah, I heard y'all earlier when I was on hold talking about how difficult it is to hit a ball, and you got to think, you don't have even a second to decide, Mm-mm. okay, is it fastball, curve, changeup? Uh, I mean, what's coming my way? Mid-90s? Can you imagine that coming at yeah. you, though? I might as well just Jeez. close my eyes and swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Odds would probably be as good. <laughs> they wrote that song "Living on a Prayer" for that song, for that <laughs> moment right there. But um, Jeez. but yeah. So I so I just... well. Let me ask you this, Greg. Uh, and I think this is true because he goes to our church. Will Halter is the coach of the Crossville Lions soccer team. Soccer team is that correct? Oh, I believe that. I think that is correct. And they're doing really well. 
Yeah, yeah, they've they've done real well. Uh, the two teams that came out of the region to make the playoffs was Crossville and Boaz. Actually, those two teams played at Boaz the last game of the regular season to decide the area champion. And I want to say, going off memory, Boaz was leading, or excuse me, Crossville was leading two to nothing at the half and lost three to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final goal was scored by Boaz with, I think, only like three minutes left in the game. So, Did they move two, forward? Yeah, which, you know, even, you know, the way it is in soccer, like a lot of sports, your, your area champion and your runner-up both moved ahead. So they okay. both went to the first round. They both won, and they both have second-round games uh, tonight. Nice. So... Oh. Yeah, Crossville's. I was very impressed in watching them. Wow, I'd hey, love to see that bicycle kick. Hey, Greg, I want to ask you <laughs> just for a second about track and field because I feel like it's probably one of the most underrated high school sports. Oh, that, without a doubt, that people just kind of overlook. Let's get into that here in okay, twelve yeah. seconds. We're going to come straight back to radio, and we'll we'll start it off talking track and field. Okay, all cool. right. Thanks, Greg. And we're back with Greg Glasscock and uh, Jameson. You were bringing up a question over the break. Yeah, uh, we were just kind of talking a little bit about um, track and field. And, uh, Greg, I just kind of wanted you to kind of expand upon, like, it seems like the most underrated and overlooked high school sport. Um, because it's not just one sport or one uh, yeah, one thing that they're competing in. It's a, it's a collection of those uh, sports. So kind of just take us through what that's like covering it and um, what you see out there. Well, it's, it's a lot of fun, and you're right. It is extremely underrated. Unfortunately, you know, events start pretty early, and they're usually during the week. So mm-hmm. as far as parents and others being able to come out, like you do a football or basketball game or something, that's a little bit different. But, yeah, you got a lot going on. You've got individual, you know, running races. You've got the four-by relays and different uh, meters, uh, you know, field events. Uh, you've got you know, a little bit of everything going on. The shot put, javelin, pole ball, long jump, triple jump, uh, hurdles on the track, which when I watch that, that just hurts. <laughs> I don't think there's any way I could do the hurdles. Oh, that, that wears me out just thinking about it. Bad. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And what I did this year for Gunners Bullet, the meets that they hosted at home, I did the PA work and uh, announced some of the events and all. And it was a it was a lot of fun, and the sectionals were last week weekend. It was Friday and Saturday at Gunnersville to see who qualifies for state, which is this week. And um, Gunnersville was able to host some of the, not everybody in the classification, but they hosted some of the 2A schools and the 5A schools. So the other Marshall County teams that were in it was, um, you had Boaz there and you had Douglas. Uh, of course, Albertville is a different classification, mm-hmm. and so is so is Arab. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of athletes from the county are going. State actually starts later this week. The smaller schools, uh, nothing against my friends in Coleman, but they kind of got the short end of the stick. The state is in Coleman for the smaller schools, and the larger schools are going to Gulf Shores. Oh, wow. Uh, that, so, that is kind of the short end of the stick. Uh, wow. yeah, I, like, I like Coleman. Yeah. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, folks, over there. Uh, if I had a choice <laughs> going to Coleman or Gulf Shores. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's an easy Coleman one. is a nice place, but, I mean, we're talking about the beach here. so <laughs> Yeah. 
So oh. Gunnarsson's going to be down at the beach, several of their athletes and all. Uh, I think they're leaving tomorrow, and it'll go through Saturday. But it is underrated, um, and, you know, you really have to be fit. I mean, these kids, mm-hmm. they oh. work, to me, just as hard as your basketball, baseball, football players. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to be in shape to do yeah. whatever event, you know, you're competing in i think you know 90 percent of it has to be just conditioning not just being in the weight room or or just conditioning your body to be able to i mean you're talking about running hurdles like i mean i I get exhausted just thinking about it much less watching it or doing it um oh yeah so and they uh, practice all the time too i mean they're out there hot you know raining hot you know whatever they're they're practicing i imagine there's almost no off season uh, for these athletes, and I mean, a lot of these athletes that are competing in track and field are probably competing in uh, some of the fall and winter sports as well. So You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, uh, Gunnersville's fastest runner on the guy's side, he plays basketball and football. Wow! So, so some of these athletes are year round. One thing a lot of people don't realize too, and it might not uh, be this way at every school. But a lot of schools, including Gunnersville, also has an indoor track season. Oh, wow. During the fall or winter. So, yeah. So, So, they're definitely, you know, they might play football, basketball, indoor track, outdoor track. So, it it really is for some of these athletes a year-round of work. uh, Is is there a different classification uh, for indoor and outdoor track? Like, is that a different, almost a different sport entirely? Or is it... you know, I've actually never gotten to go to any of the indoor meets, but I think as far as classifications and everything, I want to say it's all set up the same. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're a 5A, you're playing, you know, 5A, whether it's, you know, track, baseball, whatever. One thing that's a little interesting, it's different when it comes to the uh, state rankings and different sports and soccer it's a little different because mm-hmm. they actually combine some classifications. Like, for instance, in the top ten in the state, you have 4A and 5A together. Okay, that's interesting. You have, and I think you have wow. 1, 2, and 3A together, and then you've got 6A and 7A. So, you know, most sports like football, you have a 1A pole, 2A pole, so on. But mm-hmm. in soccer, for whatever reason, and maybe it's because there's not as many mm-hmm. teams, you know, everybody doesn't have a team, but they do some combining yeah. in uh, boys and girls soccer. I bet that makes for some interesting parity uh, mm-hmm. in it the really area. Does. Yeah, oh, yeah, it does. It's interesting because you'll have an area that has a mixture of some 4A and 5A teams, but when you see them out there playing each other, a lot of times you can't even tell who's the 4A and who's mm-hmm. the 5A because wow. they're, you know, they're all pretty even. Hey, Greg, I know that uh, everything's getting ramped up. Of course, you've been covering this the spring sports, but you said something else, you know, next on your horizon, unless there are any hiccups, <laughs> is football. Oh, and right. with this new announcement that just came from AHSAA, talking about the addition of girls' flag football, <laughs> what do you think yeah. about that, man? Boy, boy, I tell you, it shocked me. I didn't <laughs> even see it coming, and then when I talked He's to for it. <laughs> athletic director at Gunnersville, I think he said that there was, I want to say, 30 or 40-something girls that were wow. interested or whatever. You know, wow. That's I exciting. I was thinking, you know, flag football, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, obviously, a lot of schools are wanting it. Kids are wanting to play. So, wow. I, you know, I don't have all the ins and outs of it, but it'll definitely be 
uh, interesting. I hadn't been asked to do any play-by-play yet for flag football, but I bring it on. Yeah, he'll do it. He'll do it. From what I read in the article um, from the Sam Mountain Reporter, it's like seven on seven, eighty-yard yeah. field, and um, you know, just your standard flag football rules. You know, you, you have the belt that fixed around the waist, and that counts as a tackle. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that there's this this much response this early to students that want to do it. Um, I think that's very much that's very exciting. I think it'll give people a a chance that maybe couldn't make it on a on like a real football team um sure. for whatever reason they still get to be able to compete and and play the sport so sure. yeah that's awesome opportunity yes yeah and from what i understand from all the athletic directors they talk to it really hinges on whether or not these schools are going to have a program if they have the interest from the the students so it looks like this might be a got brand it. new thing so yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah, and I don't know what the interest is in the other Marshall County schools, but um, there's definitely interest in Gunnersville. Yeah. And, you know, talking about just, you know, fields in general, uh, I don't know if y'all have heard, but I think it's supposed to be completed by this upcoming football season. Boaz oh. and Arab are both getting turf fields. Yeah. Wow, wow. that's cool. That's awesome. So Gunnersville will be the only city school with natural grass and they're wanting turf but I tell you I guess I'm just an old guy or old school or something I just always feel like football needs to be played on natural grass <laughs> yeah <laughs> I got you yeah you know yeah you know what when what people say is well you know with the grass cutting the maintenance the vine painting and all that's part of it, it adds it adds up and all but I'm thinking okay it's going to cost around a million dollars to put down Ooh. the field. I think the one in Boaz is a little over 700000 Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. to, me, to me, that's a lot of chalk and a lot of grass cutting to equal yeah. a million dollars. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> I, that, that makes a lot of 20, sense. 20, 30 um, years. <laughs> and, I mean, those fields can get damaged. I mean, and if they get damaged, I mean, who knows what that costs to, like, re-sew that stuff up. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'm with you. I just I feel like the upkeep of you know having to paint the lines and i mean when you're in a rain game the mud and like i mean <laughs> yeah. it's just, right. that's, that's just part of right. football i mean you have to have right. that ethereal sort of connection yeah you're right. you miss that on a turf field so well yeah and i tell you one thing that was real interesting earlier about the drainage but this was baseball instead of football because i'm with you i mean football hey let's get muddy and dirty but i'm supposed <laughs> to do a baseball game earlier this year with I think it was Gunnersville and Arab and uh, the field conditions at Arab were too bad. It was one of these many times we've had recently that had a lot of rain and they wound up moving the game to the if you've never been there, the beautiful Sand Mountain Parks. Mm. So we called the game from there and I mean it rained all day and all and you could not even tell it a bit. On wow. that turf field. Wow. So turf, so turf does have its advantages. Uh, I've also heard, as far as football goes, ACL injuries go way up when you go to turf. Because yeah. there's one school in North Alabama that went from grass to turf, and the following year their injuries went up over 100%. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. So you there see. is that. So I guess like anything else in life, you know, you got pros and cons and that stuff. But for football, I just still kind of like yeah there's there's nothing more sacrilegious to me than seeing 
the turf baseball fields that have come up in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I grew up having to get metal cleats you and play on a better. dirt field. <laughs> I mean, I grew up getting strawberries, raspberries, whether you were wearing sliding oh, yeah. shorts or not. You know, yeah. you were getting beat up and nicked up, and these kids are out here playing in tennis shoes on fake grass. That it's just <laughs> There's nothing worse to me. Then not then sliding and you're not dirty. I was like, that's part of it. Shaking the dirt out of your pants is part of it. It's like, supposed to be a challenge for your mom to actually get that Alabama red clay right. out of your white that's right. right. Yeah, I'm, it's I can't. a rite of passage. Like y'all think those, of passage. y'all think those clips on those uh, car washes are for your doormat or your floor mats? No, those are for baseball and football. <laughs> pants, son, Amen. that's what those bad boys are That'll for. Preach. Hey, Greg, I, re- I, I really appreciate you calling in and being a part of this show. You are a fantastic man, and you make this better for us. Thank you for all that you do for Marshall County. Yeah, thanks for your passion for covering these sports. It, 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 it is evident in just you talking about it. So thanks well, for thank what you, you do. Guys. I always enjoy coming on, and uh, you can call me anytime. I appreciate it. And if you're listening and you, you ever want to see Greg do his thing in person, well, you can check out the community channel, Horizon Communications, channel 182. And, yeah. yeah, Greg does a lot with them. So thanks again, Greg. Thank you. God bless y'all. Have a good day. God yes, bless sir. You. I love he always knows his He's stuff. Getting, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up about the, the field thing now. <laughs> <laughs> Fired up about it. I see it your face is turning red. Well, it's because like, you know? I recently went and watched um, a game my, my girlfriend's little brother um, play his high school play a high school baseball game, and they were playing on a on a real grass and dirt field. But some of these kids were out there in tennis shoes, and I was like, "What? Why is nobody yelling at them? Like, <laughs> because like that wouldn't like that no." No, like, <laughs> like I don't know. There's well, just something new, about that is just like so new, wrong to me. Yeah. Like the new fields in Gunnersville, the ones they just completed, those are real grass and dirt. I just can't imagine that the ball, like fielding a ground ball, is is different. Like when it goes from grass to dirt, it's just like there's so much about that that just bothers me. Like I just <laughs> I'm not okay with it. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be. He needs in a that emotion. He needs that emotional support, Bunny. He Listen, was talking I'm about. You, I, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I'm just an old man about these kind of things. It's like don't mess with it if old it ain't broken. And set in your way. That's what I am. Wow. Like, just just give me the Nike Monarchs. Like, that's, that's where I am. Cut just off leave shorts. me alone. Ricky, I'm coming to join you at a NASCAR race. That's all. Oh, I'm doing. oh NASCAR. Uh-huh. We need to talk NASCAR. We do need to talk NASCAR. Man, they were just at Talladega. Uh huh. Ricky was there. Yep. Ricky was Ricky and Taylor both, man. Yeah. Like he was telling me, like he uh we we talked to a couple months ago. Uh I got to see him in person for the first time in a long time, uh far too long. Um but he um is actually going to um Bristol in the fall uh for when they uh NASCAR's done something pretty cool in, uh this I think this last this last time that they were in Bristol is yeah. they they turned they put dirt on the on on the inf- not on the infield sorry, on the track, the track. It was dirt. Like you know, when you go up in NASCAR, when you grow, I had a cousin that that you know, uh, raced dirt track for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and um, it's kind of like that's what you do when you're coming up in NASCAR is you right. race on the dirt tracks and yes. then you and then you move up in classifications. Yeah. Um. Well, they they did a throwback to old old school dirt track racing wow. and it was a nascar race done on dirt and it was so cool to watch and i think he and taylor are um they got a really good deal i think he was telling me they're gonna go in the fall to watch uh to watch them do that again in the fall but that'll be fun um 
I've never been to a NASCAR race, but like Ricky and Taylor make it look so fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Steven, you want to do freestyle? Yeah, we can do freestyle coming up here. I didn't mean to cut you off on your NASCAR points. Or- no, no, no. We need to talk a little bit more about it later on, about okay. what exactly happened. There was a big wreck, and it took a lot of attention. Ooh. really did so we need to talk a little bit about i'm not that. up on that at all so yeah research this well we'll, we'll touch on it okay. here coming up in a little while but for now i guess we need to go ahead and do this freestyle thing it's time for the varsity freestyle and that sound lets you know it's your chance to win two tickets to the boaz non-cinema two count them two and i have a feeling one of you out there knows the answer to these here questions uh two tickets and you get to hang out with me and jameson and steven for a little while what better thing can you do on your tuesday afternoon i'm just saying i'm just saying the answer is nothing yeah you got the bearded wonder from down under and the willy wonka you know it's a great combination so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna ask you a question you're gonna call in that's all you gotta do and we will fight for you and with you we got you and the question, first question, is this. What color? What color is the M in McDonald's? I believe one of you knows this. What oh color God. is the M in McDonald's? I'm with you. Ricky makes everything look fun, though. Hey, man. You know, I uh, <laughs> was scrolling through Instagram for a second here, and uh, there's a page I follow called Visit North Alabama. Yeah. Um, It's got a pretty big following. Uh, Just under... 28,000 followers what? um and they are highlighting the um the water park and the sand mountain park in alperville i'd never i had not seen it until i until i saw this instagram post and it is insane it's nice it it's really nice wow yeah. so nice aren't you having like a did y'all just have Birthday. a party no it's about it's coming up isn't it yeah i thought it was isn't you're, it this weekend you're invited it's not this weekend is it? it is saturday oh it is this weekend. what cool it's uh, a kid it's my kid's birthday i get party. to go to his kid's birthday party man oh <laughs> must be nice to be invited to something like that there willie you don't have a daughter i don't sorry <laughs> i can yeah. borrow somebody's daughter do you <laughs> that would creepy. be creepy yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah, your your girlfriend's family—they got a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah. like, like, grab one like I could grab one, and they wouldn't know it's missing. Like it, it'll be fine. That's great. I like how he said that. <laughs> they wouldn't even know. I it's grab missing. one, grab and they Troy, not even put know. a wig on him. It'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't even have to be one of the girls. It'll be fine. <laughs> put a wig on. <laughs> yes, that's great. That's that was great. the highlight of my day. Thank you. You're welcome. It's terrible, <laughs> horrible. So who? So <sighs> Ford number two running. Yeah. yeah, so it's um yeah, I just saw a little bit about this over the weekend, uh over in Talladega. Of course, it's always fun whenever the race comes to town. I- I've been to Talladega mm-hmm. before. Have you? I was working with a television station at the time and they sent me over to get some video um there because they were getting ready for the race. And little did I know that I couldn't drive in. <laughs> I had to be escorted. And so I got my camera gear and I put it in the patrol car and we went out and about that time this cop gets the call that there's somebody unauthorized to be on the track. And so I'm like, oh, man. Is that you? Let me grab my camera because oh. I'm about to be able to film this. I'm going to get on the track at Talladega. I've never been on the track before. And I could tell this cop was raring to go, man. He's oh, like, man. I'm on it. I'm on it. 
<laughs> and so we run out there. Barney Fuff there. Dude, we get out on that track, and it is unreal. He starts speeding up, and then he gets the call that the person it's been taken care of, so he has to slow down. But I could tell. He wanted to. <laughs> he did not want to slow he down. He wanted to go fast. <laughs> He's like, I want to see how fast this thing can go. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So... Uh, but but yeah, it's electric there. Even when they're getting ready for the for the races now, it's been weird because of COVID. Sure, you know because there's a lot of of camping that goes on, uh-huh. a lot of great cookouts, all that stuff. But yeah, I was seeing a little bit, and I'm gonna have to do a little more research as you guys talk a little bit. Um, tell me, do you follow NASCAR at all, Jameson? I haven't in a long time. I, I probably like I remember following guys like Mark Martin and you know. Yeah, so it's been a very long time. I so I've kept up that. with it, so I guess no. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Now I had a friend growing up who he his dad absolutely loved NASCAR. I mean, yeah, uh, we're talking everything NASCAR, <laughs> and it helped too because he was a mechanic, so he was kind of a gearhead. It was sure. into that kind of stuff. But yeah, there were some big wrecks uh, happening in Talladega, uh, some controversial stuff actually. Um, it's a stage one wreck took out Joey Logano uh, out of talladega contention and mm. it's getting a lot of traction right now because was that this last week yeah they're thinking about uh, making a few rule changes calling for a few rule changes when it comes oh, to the wow. sport but i mean how many rules are there turn left <laughs> i was thinking fast. the same thing <laughs> i mean come on i mean how, how many could there be enlighten us steven why do you watch nascar in the first pl- do you for the wreck, i'm there gonna be for honest four hours watching people turn left i have a hard time with it that's why i haven't really kept up with it yeah um same here he just Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy stuff. Here, let me pull it back, and we'll we'll show you on Facebook Live what we're seeing because this is nuts. Wow! Hold on one second, I will pull that oh, up. My goodness! Yeah, look at this rack. It's crazy. He's I like mean, anytime, levitating in the air. Anytime one of those things go airborne, um, uh, you know, you hold your breath. Yeah. Whether you're a fan or not, I mean, you can you can see how incredibly dangerous. Uh, uh-huh. This sport is, and I'm talking. You know, we talked well, about. Well, they have roll cages. We talked about margin for error in baseball. I mean, I'm sure it, like, going 200 plus miles an hour, um, which I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how fast they go. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the margin for error is even smaller. <laughs> yep. And uh, my goodness, that thing kind of just floated. I mean, this this is like you know they just make those cars look like plastic when they when they wreck. And I know that it's it looks not, like Hot Wheels. It does. I mean, it really does. You know. Yeah. Um. It's crazy. I know it's just a kind of a thin body on top of a you know, on top chassis. of a frame and a chassis. But and why do they paint? Why why do they put the stickers for the headlights on the front of the cars? What's that the point? is a great question. Is it just so they look like normal? I cars? think so. Yeah. Because I, I believe me, I know you have to have the real estate on the car to put all the stickers for the sponsors. That's how yeah. they make money. But but really, if you don't need to have that, oh, I mean, that's slow motion. Yeah, slow look motion stuff. Ooh. Here. Oh man, and um, just the technology that's come through um up through nascar just in the last 20 years has yeah. been night and day <laughs> when a wreck like this 20 years ago i mean you you were honestly expecting someone to to be seriously injured yeah um you know and if, you see the different panels of the car come up mm-hmm. like you wouldn't think there'd be panels where they are but i don't know it's right here on the hood you can see a couple flaps yeah popping Wow, I do see that that's crazy it's, uh, it's just the the science that goes into building these cars yeah um the fine tuning that happens yep. with these engines um you know you know it kind of goes i mean maybe maybe i'm also being a cheesy youth pastor here but um 
kind of goes in with our clutch we were talking about today. Nobody does this thing alone. <laughs> this driver did not do all this by himself. No, they have he a massive an, team. Yeah. enormous amount of people working mm-hmm. with them to help make them better. Yep. Um, That's right. You think it's just the driver, but no. it's so much more. I mean, when you see and so when you see more. those drivers win, their entire their entire crew goes nuts. Yeah, like they're and the drivers are just as happy for their crew chief and their yep. mechanics as they are for themselves for winning that race. You know, yeah, I mean, it takes the whole team. It does. It takes them fine tuning the vehicle. It takes all the people behind the scenes, the people you don't see on the camera. Your mm-hmm. pit crew's yeah. got to be super fast, and they got to be tight. I yep. mean, they got to yeah. know yep. each other well and build each other up and hold each other accountable. I mean, um, I mean it. It, it it's a team sport. Yeah. There's one driver, but there's a million people helping make that guy go. <laughs> you mind if I ask that question one more time? Oh, you can if you want to. I, I just hit a song, so we got 325. Left. Okay. If you don't know um, the answer to this question, um, <laughs> there's uh, there's only, there's, wow, just wow. It's uh, it's either red or yellow. Yeah. I mean, really, those are the two. <laughs> Maybe white. The two colors in the. It could be logo. one of those two colors. Yeah. If you're watching on Facebook Live and you'd like to try to win this prize, I mean, you can call the phone number, 256-505-0885. We're practically, I mean, with the the ease of this question, we are practically giving it away. We give it away every week, though. Yeah. We never really stick to the, if you get it wrong, you lose. Yeah. So you're always going to win. Just saying. This is like T-ball, guys. Everybody wins. (laughs) And that's not true. Okay. (laughs) I was at. Oh, they don't keep score in your. They don't keep score, and everyone gets a tiny <laughs> trophy. That's Get out true. of here. That's true. Um, I was <laughs> at a. I was at a coach pitch game this last week, and I thought it was amazing. They they get the kids up there. They give them three tries to hit the ball as the coach pitches, and if they don't hit it on the third try, they get the tee out, and they're able to swing until they hit that ball. See, they, it was fun to watch. Back in my day, <laughs> if you missed three times, you went and sat down, whether you tried or not. <laughs> Right, mom and daddy told you to suck it up. You didn't get a snow cone. <laughs> no, it's funny you mentioned snow cones because oh man, my little girl. Whenever oh, we're over so the soccer funny. fields and there are games going She's on, gotta go. Kona Ice shows mm. up. Yeah, and it's like they're making money hand over fist. I'm telling you, they that, was, they, that was yeah, part of the, the little league experience for me. And Kona Ice, I actually ended up being friends with um, the grandson of the snow cone guy that that I grew up with. Yeah. Um, He's one of my good friends now, but uh, the snow cone king. Yeah, Prince, I mean he Prince. would. I remember that little white truck would drive up, and there'd be that red trailer. And I mean, I remember the flavors like Tiger's Blood, oh, yeah. uh, Blue Eagle, uh, Green Dream, Apple, Green Apple. Oh, yeah, guys, that sounds like a Dream Sickle. Like when, <laughs> yes. and he would put the actual America. cream in there with it, man. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. yes. Yeah. And see, it was different back in my day, too, because we actually had snow cones. Mm-hmm. They came in the cone-shaped uh. paper cup cone, right? Yes, and yes. And the ice yes. was so much more coarse. Uh-huh. I mean, there was some grit to it. You could bite into mm-hmm. it, and it would crunch. Yes. Now, most of the stuff you get is like Powder. really soft, powdery, yeah. kind of snow-like. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice, yeah. but it's not what I'm used to. It's not no, your like, nostalgia. I, yeah. yeah, we had the coarser ice in yeah. just a styrofoam cup, and yeah. like... You know, whether it was before, during, or after a game. I mean, like, you know, your mouth was blue. <laughs> yes. And then you went and got a green Gatorade. Yes. Um, 
you ate. I remember all this. I remember trying to eat sunflower seeds when I, you know, was a kid. Yeah, and that's. A I was. Experience. I probably ate sunflower seeds for three seasons before I realized there was spin them out. Kernel on the inside. But there's a kernel on the inside. <laughs> I just chewed them up, and now no matter how jagged it was, I was like, "This is what big leaguers do." So I'm gonna do it, you know, because I'm dumb. And no one was like, "Hey, man," uh, because I remember looking at a bag one time. What is it that John? There, there was actually like directions that is like, "Oh, you're supposed to split these." I was like, "Oh my gosh, these are good." There's like a seed in here, guys. <laughs> There's like a seed inside the shell. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got about ten <laughs> seconds. I'm gonna hit a charburger real quick, and yeah. then we'll bring that question back up here in five. Okay. All right. All right, we still don't have a winner, so this is your last chance. Try this. I, I believe you can do it. What color is the M in McDonald's for two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema to watch whatever you want this weekend? What color is the M in McDonald's? We said this earlier. Quick hint. It's either red or yellow. Just mm-hmm. saying. Easy peasy. What color is the M in McDonald's? Mm-hmm. Phone number is 256-505-0885. Give us a call. And, hey, if, if you get through and you get to talk to us, you're there gonna it is. Win. There's gonna somebody. Win. There somebody there said, gonna I'm going to pick up. Who we got on the phone with us? This is Allison from Gunnersville. Oh, Allison. Hello, Allison. Thank you for listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Hello. Allison. I'm here. All right. Hey. Do you have the answer to our question, Allison? Yellow. Yes. Yes. How did you know? Yeah. You're so smart. Okay. <laughs> I, I, Allison, I believe you got this. Uh, here's question number two. Since you got one, here's two. Which state is called the volunteer state? Which state? Uh, yes. yes. All right. That's the only way I'd, I would ever root for them is volunteers. <laughs> That's why their fans are called volunteers, because you have to volunteer. Anyway. Allison, question number three. For the win, which state is called the Golden State? Uh, California. Yes! Allison, you're fantastic. Golden Arches, Golden State. Thank you so much for playing the game, and we are so glad that you're listening and and you played. You're going to win two tickets to Boaz Non-Cinema. All you got to do is stay on the line and talk to the amazing Steven Spiegel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the joke I was trying to make was um, the reason they're called volunteers is they have to recruit them. Right. To root for them every year. Right. Recruit volunteers. Uh, You know... They don't, but you know that's, they recruit Honest the volunteers. Work. They pay the players. That's just kind of how it goes there in Tennessee. They're Bodied. very fond of McDonald's. Body. Oh man, I see it now. That's a full connection there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was a good. Good. This hug. brought this. This is brought to you by um, Jeremy Pruitt. Just kidding. It's not brought. <laughs> um, sorry, Tennessee fans. You got to endure this for the next year. But just might as well get used to it now. Um, has the have the sanctions come down on the team yet? You know, I don't know um, if they have. I, don't, I haven't heard. I don't think so. Um, I just honestly though, like really, I just I hate that for Tennessee. Yeah. Um, it was going to be their a, year. that school has so much pride in in their in their school. Their, their fans have so much pride in that school yeah. and in their teams. And for I mean, they've they've. They've been on this streak for a long time, and I'm not just talking about the Alabama streak. I'm talking about like they haven't been, they haven't lived up to their fans' passion and competitiveness, you know, for a long time. Yeah. Um. 
they haven't given their fan base something to really cheer about in a long time, and I hate that because that's not that's not cool. No. I wouldn't want that to happen to my team. Um, but then again, I don't want them to beat Alabama. No, no, either. we're not we're not talking crazy here. But I'm just yeah. saying, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not trying to be like poor, poor, pitiful Tennessee. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like this is this is something something's got to change. It's got to stop. This has gone on long enough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the SEC is better when all the teams are competitive. Yes. Um, I think that's what makes the SEC the SEC. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I hope they get through this really dark patch and and come out and and really truly rebuild and you know be Tennessee again. Anyway. Yeah. There we go. They were they were scary in the nineties. Yeah. Early two thousands. Um. I remember. Uh, I was uh. I was at the house the other day, and uh, my dad was watching Greater. I don't know if you guys know about that, that film I've on Netflix. I've seen it. I hadn't started. It's I, uh, it's the story of Brandon Burlesworth. He was um, often regarded as the greatest walk-on um, in college football history. Um, he was an offensive lineman for the Arkansas Razorbacks in the 90s. Um, and, you know, he was part of that team that was one win away from going to a national championship game. Yeah. Uh, probably the most pain, one of the most painful just college football clips ever. Uh, literally, all they had to do was run out the clock, and um, their quarterback tripped over um, one of his linemen and fumbled, and Tennessee recovered. Tennessee went on to kick a field goal, I believe. Or they scored in any case and won that game and went on to win a national championship that year, and it very well could have been Arkansas. Um, but, yeah, anyway... The the story's about um Brandon Burlesworth and it's it's a very very good film. Yeah. I started watching it and then it looked like it was gonna be really good, so I waited mm-hmm. for my wife to watch it with me. So let's see. Seth. Yes. You went to Sneed State. I did. All right, did you see the news? They just snagged Alabama's top one A player for basketball. Oh, wow. That's incredible that she committed to Sneed. Yeah. Gracie Stuckey. From yeah. Skyline. Skyline going to play for the Parsons. <laughs> the Parsons. I told you guys I'm going to try out for that. I did not know what Sneed State. Do you know what a Parson is? It's a preacher. Yeah. I'm going to try not, out. I did not know what their mascot was until I was for almost out of high school. Because <laughs> no one ever told me. I was like, what is it? Uh, well, I didn't Sneed know State. it until like, freshman orientation either. <laughs> so, And I believe uh, the basket, like the the. There's a section, the fans, okay, let's try this one more time. The student section for uh, their basketball team is called Parsons Pit. Did not know that. Never went um, to a game. I, I, <laughs> I thought that a parson was supposed to pull people out of the pit, hence pull pit. Not put them in um, there. Not put, not be in yes. the pit to pull them yes. out. There's, there's a spiritual thing there. You can't pull someone out of the pit if you're in the pit. Can yeah. you get an amen? <laughs> I said if you're in the pit, by God. He went there. He went there. Wow. Anyway. Uh, but that's really cool that they that they snagged the state's top one A player. Yeah, uh, is it for volleyball or basketball? Basketball. Or basketball. basketball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's, great. that's tremendous. And mm-hmm. it's pretty cool what she had to say because uh, this happened on Thursday during a signing ceremony. But she said, "I went and visited, and I just liked it. I'm a homebody, and I didn't want to go too far. I visited the campus. It's small. Everyone seems to know everyone there. I just think it'll be it's a true. little bigger than high school right now, which will be an easy adjustment. So." Well, cool. and if you're not ready to take that step into a and in, you know a, a far away four year school, oh, see, yeah. you can. Sneed is amazing. It Sneed's really a great is place to do that. All I've got to really say, is. she's going to have to watch her weight while she's at Sneed because those people know how to cook. Mm-hmm. You are not lying. <laughs> Look, you are not lying. There's a reason that they keep that cafeteria open. Real. 
during the weekend, bro. That's right. All that, right. That freshman twenty was for real. <gasps> yeah, there is no fifteen. It's needs to eight. It's, no, it's straight up twenty. Pounds. Like more, look like the freshman thirty. What are you talking look, about? If, You're not if, wrong. Good food, dude. There. If they, they had a football some. team, their offensive line would be unstoppable. <laughs> You're right. You are not. They lying. would be definite. They would change not the mascot to the Sneed State Cornfeds. <laughs> that- hey, I mean it, son. Built on dressing and chicken tenders, baby. Oh, dear, and it's so good. I used to eat in that cafeteria every day. Yeah, it's not. It's not freshman some like, so- sophomore year. It's amazing. It, it's not like some hole in the wall meat and three no. dressing. Like there's a oh. mama that they yes, it is passed down from yes. mama to mama to mama yes. that makes that stuff. Yes. Okay? Yep. If there's any reason to go to Snead, it's that one. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like just when she's like, I walked around and liked it. They were like, all right, so the first stop on our tour is the cafeteria. That's how they get these people hooked in. I'm telling you. Yep, yep. Man. Yep. And I, here's, here's your dessert. We're going to circle back around. When we're done with the tour, we'll come back and finish um, it. You, I feel like they almost have to do How are you going to reject this? Right. How are you going to reject that? You ain't getting that do down the road that they do college? the cafeteria right off the bat? Or they, do they like, yes. all right, it looks like they're on the fence. Let's give them some dressing <laughs> and some nana pudding and see what happens. Or do you think There's that they so try to put them to into this conversation? <laughs> do you think they try to put them in like a tryptophan coma, and they just like find themselves in front of a signing table, and they wake up the next day being like, "What just happened? <laughs> what did I do? I'm going where? Oh, I mean, okay, I'll go back for some of that dressing. What did I do last night? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're hungover. But that's, that's yes, that's hilarious. Oh, that's uh, so funny. That is. Steven, I meant but to you ask think you. I'm joking. That's so good. I mean, You've yeah. been to that cafeteria. Oh, like I said, gosh. it's the only school cafeteria that I know that is open on the weekends and open to the public. And it's covered. You better get there early yeah. or they run out Dude, of food. Them old people, they don't play. <sighs> I think it was Paul in the Bible that says, I buffet my no, body that's, daily. That's what, yeah. Well, buffet is spelled just like buffet. It's what I it buffet says. my body daily whenever yeah. I go down there yeah. to sneed. Yeah. That's great. Oh, what so were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you, yeah. uh, you keep up with movies yeah. and, and whatnot. Uh-huh. What is there to watch in the theater oh, right man. now? So uh, the big buzz here lately has been King Kong and Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it, it yet? I haven't seen it. Okay, that's about all I've seen really in theaters. But I know that there have been some simul like simultaneous uh, releases on the big screen, and then at home on these uh, like streaming service providers, yeah. Amazon, Amazon, all that stuff. Um, but you know, Mortal Kombat just came out. Mm-hmm. I heard it was good, but it took the gore factor up about forty times. And that's saying something, guys, because the Mortal <laughs> Kombat franchise is built on gore. Get over here, yeah. Oh, finish man. him and all that stuff. So sure was fun to play. Oh man, you see at the Mega Skate at Sega Genesis. Do y'all remember Sega the Mega Skate? It's not a thing no more that I'm aware of. Yes. But, um, I remember growing up there as a as a kid. You know, before you could get like hepatitis. Um, <laughs> it's gone now. Uh, the Mortal Kombat machine was broken, and it would let you play for free, but the only people you could play as were Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Raiden. Really? Yeah, and or Raiden. Sub-Zero yeah. was not a letdown. Uh, I was a Scorpion guy, you know, that was my character, um, and uh, some of my fondest memories were yeah. of uh, cheating an old beat-up arcade <laughs> <laughs> You know, when the pandemic and, hit and everybody was wearing masks, uh-huh. I automatically went back to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Because I have, have like, the black mask that kind of looks like what they would wear, yeah. like Sub-Zero and the others yes. would wear. No, yes. I saw a guy, someone shared a meme that was like, what everybody else is doing, and then it showed what I'm doing at home, and it was a guy that got like a blanket, like a gray blanket, crossed it over his body like a gi, and then put like a 
like a a belt around and yeah. then like a hoodie on and then just the the basic blue yeah. and white covid uh-huh. mask and he looked like sub-zero yep. and i was like why has this not been done before right? this is hilarious yeah yeah wow but i did see uh godzilla versus was he good king kong it was like uh my niece she really wanted to see it and i have an hbo max subscription and that's one of the you know services it came out on yeah and so i watched it and um it's not my kind of movie per se, but if like you're into just way over the top crazy CGI action movies, yeah. this is it. Really, this is the utopia of it. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Now I heard that HBO Max got rid of their free trial because yeah. they were losing money yeah. left and right because these yeah. new movies were coming out uh-huh. on that platform. People knew they could go there and watch it because if you try to watch on a, a premium service provider like for streaming, it's going to cost you twenty or thirty bucks to watch yeah. something. Disney even does that. But HBO Max there for a little while. It's like, yeah, just come on, get a plan, and you can, for the entire month, you get to watch for free. Yeah. Wow. I picked it up because I wanted to watch the Chernobyl miniseries. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. Um, How was that, by the way? Um, well, I will tell you, I knew a little bit about Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, after watching that series, I have watched it three and four times. I've read at least two books about Chernobyl. Wow. Um, it's it's a very it's very well done. Yeah. Um the acting is incredible. The storytelling is really is really, really good and the perspective they tell it from is very honest. Awesome. Um it's dark. Like it's you know, yeah. for sure. But I mean it's right. it's a dark subject. Yeah. But uh very interesting. Very good. Cool. Anyway. A lot of neat stuff out there. I just hate that they keep doing these episodic releases on Disney+. Plus. Yes. I've been trying to watch the Mighty Ducks, the the new one, oh, and it's I like I'm having that. to wait till every Friday yeah. to see a new episode. In a way, it's I kind of like nerves. it a little bit, though, oh, because don't. you can't do it all at once, and it gives you something to sort of look forward to yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. little bit. Yeah. And uh, you're old and set in your ways. Yeah, I'm yep. just an old man. <laughs> all right, guys, here we go. Ready? Yep. All right. Hey, we are at the end of our show, and mm-hmm. we want to tell you about the things that make the Varsity Radio Show so special. I forgot something. Yes, yes, you, you did. There it is. There it is. That's I thought Stephen. I thought Stephen was mad at me. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not getting a horn today. <laughs> but anyway, oh, you'll get your horn. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. You know who never lets you down on the horn? It's the Charburger, and they got the famous Charburger <laughs> Wildcat Burger. Things got weird. Chicken fingers. We're gonna glaze right over that. Steaks and jumbo crispy onion rings. They have amazing, amazing food. Um, B&B Video Games. B&B Video Games. Uh, yes, they are your one-stop place for 80-style arcade local video game retail. Uh, open Sunday through Thursday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday is 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, that's nostalgia heaven. And then there's Boaz Non-Cinema. Uh, it's the semi-circle movie theater. We just got done talking about King Kong versus Godzilla. You can watch it there. It's a place you could. Uh, that's the Boaz Non-Cinema. And then we want to tell you where you can find us when the show is not currently happening at Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. We're on Insta slash the gram, um, um, Varsity underscore radio underscore show. And then, of course, we're over on uh, Twitter as well at Varsity Radio 885. He's got all the Twitters. He knows all of them. <laughs> And, and then podcast everywhere. Yeah, if you miss this episode or any episode, we are they're cataloged wherever you can find your podcast. Mm-hmm. Anywhere and everywhere. And we stream 
Yep. Not just this show, but 88.5 JFM. If you didn't know, Steven does a morning show. Yes, I do. It's really good. Yeah. So you can stream. Yeah, and I've been seeing more and more people get on here, guys. I've been seeing people listen from Weehawken, New Jersey, from Texas, from Macon, Georgia, from uh, this morning, Charlotte, North Carolina. All wow. right. We've had people from all over the U.S., even across the world. We're talking Sweden. Ah, Germany, Russia. Didn't you Russia. say somebody from Russia? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. So you yeah. can always check Donka. us out. V gets. <laughs> 885JFM.com. <laughs> Just click the on now button. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait to be with you again next week. Same varsity time. Same varsity place. 885JFM. You stay classy and don't you go change it. Bye, Facebook. Bye, Thank Facebook. you so much for uh, being here with us. Y'all stay classy and don't you go change it neither. <laughs> <laughs> that makes both of you.